When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. It is August 21st, 2021. Here we go, SummerSlam. I'm Glenn Rubenstein, joined by Raj Geary and Chuck Carroll. Tonight, Alfred and Issa are on the scene in Las Vegas. An epic SummerSlam, and uh, WWE fans, you're welcome. Over the last week, I feel I willed into existence the return of Brock Lesnar and Becky Lynch, saying Vince was going to do that to counter the amazing press AEW has had in the last 24 hours. Circumstances, the stars aligned. Those are the two big headlines from the show. Some championships changed. Uh, There's a lot to unpack. Raj, good to see you again. It has been a while. It has been a while, man. Good to see you, too. Yeah, I, It's been months since yes. we've done a, a show together. Well, I'm still in Northern California, but next year, Vegas. You're not in Vegas. Not, no. Oh, renovations apparently cost twice as much as they tell you and take three times as long as they tell you. So uh, maybe Jeez. this fall, hopefully this fall. Damn. But uh, next summer, Vegas, money in the bank. It's going to be on. Uh, Chuck, great to see you as well. Chuck, the last time I saw you was in Vegas. Yeah. Uh, yeah, then that was a while ago, but here we are SummerSlam. Chuck, how are you feeling about tonight's pay-per-view? Man, you know, there were a lot of big hits and one big, big, big swing and a miss, man. Um, I, I don't know if that whole Becky Bianca situation is going to kind of offset everything else that happened on the card, but we can certainly break that down, man. There is definitely a whole lot to get into. Yeah. Raj, how are you feeling as someone who reports on this stuff, who lives, eats, breathes it? We broke the story that Sasha was officially off the, the card tonight. I would, you know, WrestlingInc.com broke the story. Um, I thought it was a big thumbs down heading into that main event. And then the main event was a home run. I thought the match was great. Cena and Reigns did a great job. It was predictable. Um, especially, you know, I hate when they throw on a stip. Or, uh, a, you know, that gives away the end of a match. When Roman said he's leaving WWE if he loses, you know he's not going to lose then. And um, and this goes way back. WrestleMania five, the, the week before Hulk Hogan, he said, I swear that I will beat Macho Man for the title. And then you just knew. And it kind of took a lot of the drama away. So, I don't like when they do that, but it was an awesome main event. And Brock... Outside of his ponytail, that was just awesome. Um, <laughs> you know, like, it was so cool. Like, it's one of those movies, it, it was like the um, Usual Suspects. I didn't think Usual Suspects was that great. And then the ending, then yes. you're like, holy shit, that was awesome. And I thought this uh, this was like that. I watched this movie, The Invitation, last night that everyone recommended to me. I was bored for the first 75% and the last 25%. It's like, okay, this was kind of epic. 
Like, I see what you did there. It all makes sense now. Yeah. And that was the thing tonight. I believed at moments Cena could actually win this just yeah. to say what weird thing are they going to do. But Brock showing up and Paul Heyman and his reaction. Right. I'm excited where that's going. Less so about the Becky Bianca thing because, Oof. oh, that was. Becky coming back was awesome. Amazing. They did Bianca wrong. Yeah. So wrong. Yeah. Did you guys see? I mean, obviously you did, Raj. I know you did, that, and Glenn, you did too. The feedback right away from the fans, I mean, it was ultimate backlash so quickly. And I think that's going to take a lot of the shine off of Becky moving forward. I mean, it is great to have her back, but you can't do that, especially after you just did something similar to Kofi Kingston not that long ago, man. I mean, it's just not cool to build these 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 tremendous athletes up like that and give them yeah. a push, the ones that they deserve, they've worked their ass off for, and then to squash them like this. I mean, this was even worse than what they did to, to Kofi, in my opinion. This is just complete shit. I thought so, too, because Bianca is a future star. She got a ton of momentum. Histor- she, I mean, granted, Kofi's, uh, Kofi's win was historic, too, but Bianca's was the emergence of a breakthrough star. Yeah. At WrestleMania. And, and the stuff that she and Sasha had was magic. And it, it just pisses it away when you do that. When you beat her like a chump four months later, uh, I just thought it was god awful. And I, you know, you're always going to have those people like, well, we got to see where it goes. We'll see where it goes. But how often do we see where it goes and it goes nowhere? Mm-hmm. Almost every time. So yeah. fuck that shit. It sucked. Yeah, and there wasn't there wasn't this wasn't Rocky three. There was no story for why the champ was in over her head. Right. In this case, it didn't. It just didn't make sense. Uh, I will say this though: three years, uh, three summer times later, I think Becky's going to get that heel heat that they failed to generate for her when the man was born. I hope that that was their intent to turn her heel here. Otherwise, they're just going to have to do it just out of necessity, man. Because yeah. God Almighty. That would be stupid to turn her heel. She's like their biggest yeah. baby face. Why would you do that? You her know? baby face doesn't win their comeback match that way. Yeah, I'm all for uh, Becky winning. But yeah. the way it was done was just god-awful. And and it just kind of, I mean, it took me out of the show in a lot of ways. Like, I feel like I was negative after that. Even yeah. stuff that was good, I, I was finding myself criticizing. You know, like Edge and Reigns, you know, Edge and, uh, sorry, Edge and Seth Rollins, a really good match. Yeah. And I'm just like, ah, this, you know, the spear and the pedigree, that's unrealistic. That can't happen. <laughs> but and it was weird, a good match. And the weird thing is they've done so much with Bianca lately with Carmella, Zelina. Like, there were five different ways. They could have given us this ending, had uh, some sort of finish to save the match for later. Like, this was the worst possible outcome. Yeah. I, I know there's people out there that are bringing up race. And, I, and I'm going to give WWE the benefit of the doubt. I'm going to... Just assume that maybe it's because Becky, it's her first match in forever. Maybe she's just not ready to have a long match. And this was, you know, because Sasha was supposed to wrestle Bianca tonight. It wasn't like this was the plan uh, going back for a while. You know, like the first SummerSlam, where his ultimate, they did kind of a similar thing with Ultimate Warrior and Honky Tonk Man, where Honky was supposed to wrestle Brutus Beefcake. And then they did a storyline injury. But with Sasha, it wasn't a storyline entry. Whatever it is, um, it, it that was supposed to be the match tonight. Yeah, but was she supposed to win? What was the booking supposed to be? I, I don't. I don't know. That's I you know I usually don't ask when I hear someone can't make a show. I don't ask what happened because I sure. feel like that's none of my business. And I also usually don't ask who's going to win, um, just because I, I I don't like 
posting spoilers. And sure, every sure. now and then when I get them, I'll, I'll tell people, if you want to know, I'll DM you, but I'm not posting it on the site. It would be very interesting to know, though, what the original booking was. I assume the plan always was for Becky to come back in this time frame. Uh, but I'm curious what would have happened in the alternate reality tonight where uh, Sasha and Bianca had their match. Yeah. Antoine Fair, $5 Super Chat saying, you shot your new star to answer a TV debut to see CM Punk. So Carmella was there. She should have interfered. DQ build that feud uh, for a month or two. Yeah, that makes no sense why they didn't go with this. Or you make know, it three-way? or Even though it makes no sense for Carmella to get a title match after she's lost over and over. Um Here's my thing. It's I, I want to know when the plan was put into motion to have Becky come back and get that title tonight. Like, you know, clearly this had been in the works for a number of days, because if you were paying attention, you saw the shirt that she was wearing was the man is back in Vegas. You know, they're not going to print that. I don't think the day of the show, which means that as these unforeseen circumstances bubbled up last weekend with Sasha and Bianca, I'm pretty sure that that's when the wheels were starting to be uh, starting to go in motion. And maybe by Wednesday, when word mm -hmm. came out that they were both cleared and it turns out only Bianca was, that's probably when they pulled the trigger on that. That would be my guess. But I don't think that this was a day of show decision. Well, I will say, though, it was. Yeah, Sasha being pulled was uh, Sasha being pulled was a day of show decision. It, wow. it could have been like beyond, uh, like Becky was going to come out afterwards yeah. or something like that, but that um, match it, it was last minute. I can tell you though, WWE for when wrestlers debut merch, they do have the same setup similar to one hour tees backstage yeah. where they can mm -hmm. do that. When it comes to manufacturing for sale though, that was a single. I don't know how much you know about screen printing, but that was single color. I guarantee you. They have a print shop that could have probably rushed that out in about six hours. Because I don't DC think they were quantity. selling that at the arena. Because that would yeah. have gotten out. Yeah, well, you, know, you know what they were selling, though, were those new John <laughs> Cena t-shirts, though? And and here was the kind of foreshadow also for that match is, you know, they roll out his new t-shirt, which is really cool. It looked like Super Mario 3, right, from the original NES. But if you look close on the back, it said 16-time champion. And they're not going to print that for one night. Again, just... It's a 16-time champ. You're going to roll that out in mass, not just to have him win the 17th, man. Then that shirt becomes obsolete. Right. And yeah. you know what else they were selling? A $100 Vince McMahon shirt. Now, it came with, like, cards or something, but $100. And a billion-dollar bill or something. Like yeah, that. yeah. <laughs> but wait, could they even sell it? Didn't the credit cards go down at the stadium? They did. They were they, giving out free That's food. nationwide it went down. Ooh, ooh. Yeah, Whoa, it was really? like this. Yeah, this uh, credit card processing system. Skynet, it's, man, it's finally happening. I'm telling you, man, it's weird shit's going on. It's like it's, it, it. It does seem like someone hacked into this and uh, and caused that. So everybody, check your statements. Got to get on the blockchain. Uh -huh. uh, Adam D, five dollars saying sign up for Peacock. Somehow a Goldberg match was better than seventy five percent than everything else, including a Becky return match. Peacock canceled. <laughs> hey, watch that Saved by the Bell uh, reboot. It was charming. Um, the Goldberg <laughs> match that was uh, different. Th I mean, that was not his. That wasn't his longest match, but that was up there. Like that was long for Goldberg. Match. I didn't think it was bad until the ending. I thought the ending sucked. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Ben Walker, 499. Bianca will be fine. Becky is one of, if not the biggest stars on the roster, making a return. It's her time now. Pardon me. It's her time now. Puts Becky on a whole other level. Bullshit. You remember when Kofi lost and they're like, oh, well, now it gives uh, Kofi a reason to get aggressive and change his character and he's going to come back. How often do we see this? You know, like it, yeah. a, a loss like that helps somebody. Yeah. It's yeah. not. It doesn't kill Bianca by any any means, but it doesn't help her. 
this isn't the best way to go forward with this her character king rail two dollars i believe king rail was at the show tonight saying uh, brock looked great my son was flipping out and it was a great surprise uh, for everyone there in attendance um wow so many super chats tonight so many people in attendance raj tonight this is like uh mania numbers i know yeah kind of kind of awesome um yeah king rail two dollars saying attended the show tonight becky might have gotten the flare treatment um hmm. what does that mean i was assuming the charlotte charlotte flair yeah like right i mean but even even seeing what happened tonight with charlotte like it's just it's disappointing man like we need new stars so bad and here they've built up Rhea, uh they've built up nikki which was a surprise mm. to everyone and i know that didn't mm. work as well as people thought they've but bianca i think was the most successful of this yeah. new crop and so and it just just doesn't make sense and i'd be curious to know you know, we'll never know what Becky Lynch thought of this booking. Maybe 20 years from now, we'll know what she thought of this yeah. booking. But this doesn't seem like something she would have been in favor of. They did that with Sasha back in the day where she yeah. kept, she'd win the title, lose it like three days later or a week later. And it stunted her growth. Like it took years for her to finally overcome that. Yeah. Malcolm Mitchell, two pounds. Will the big four or five pay-per-views be stadium shows permanently? I think uh, given the response tonight and I think given people's appetite to go out again, we're going to see more of this. Oh, smack. At the stadium. How about this? Yeah. How's it going? Can you guys hear me? Yeah, yeah. we can hear you. How are you doing? Good, good, man. This is a live uh, on-site report from the stadium. I thought I'd just check it out. I'm on the floor at Allegiant Stadium here at uh, oh, wow. SummerSlam. You guys don't see it. Baron Corbett is actually asleep right next to me. Uh, he's not, <laughs> not wanting to be on camera, though. So, uh, you know. What'd you guys so, what would you think? Oh, what did I think? I, I thought it was a very fun show. Uh, it was a fun show to be there live. The highs were really good. Uh, I will say the crowd kind of seemed to be killed by what happened with Bianca Belair, where she lost so quickly. I think people were really expecting like a really good match between, you know, Becky Lynch, like a return match. And, you know, there's a lot of Bianca Belair fans, so it kind of hit a low there. But I will say for a live show, I, I thought it was good. I thought it was a little long. Uh, there wasn't everything that I liked, but uh, I really did think that for the most part, it was a pretty good show. Who go, who got the bi- biggest reactions? Would you say biggest reaction? Well, Brock obviously got the biggest reaction of the night. Right. That was just, I mean, it was nuts. Uh, Becky Lynch got a very good reaction. Uh, I thought Edge was really over with this crowd, especially throughout the match when you know when he hit that spear. Uh, Edge hitting that spear on Seth Rollins, not the first crazy one, which did get a good reaction, but the one where people thought that was going to be the finish. That place went absolutely nuts for that. So Edge was super over with this crowd. Um, and then Charlotte. This is a very pro Charlotte crowd. I was very kind of surprised. Uh, you know, just given the narrative of a lot of people, you know, I think she's very talented and I like Charlotte, but a lot of people uh, seem to be kind of tired of her winning so much. But this crowd was very much behind Charlotte throughout this match. Charlotte's great. I, I feel like she deserves where she is. Every match she's in is good. You know, uh, she elevates. Uh, and, and on the flip side, what did the crowd seem to hate? Uh, Goldberg. <laughs> crowd, what no part of it was Goldberg. weird because he was getting a good reaction coming out. Yeah, yeah, he absolutely was getting a good reaction. Even like, um, I will say this, in terms of coming out, they didn't play his music for a while. They had that delay, and that's usually designed for people to start chanting Goldberg. These fans were not chanting Goldberg, and they just waited and waited and waited, and finally they played his music, and that kind of started to get some Goldberg chants. But, I mean, the more this match went on, Bobby Lashley was the biggest babyface in the building for the duration of this match because, I mean, I don't know what the, I, I feel bad for it. I just, people pick and choose when they want to boo part-timers because those same people went nuts for Brock Lesnar. Uh, but, you know, Goldberg just had a rough night tonight against Bobby Lashley. 
Yeah, I feel like Goldberg should not be put in the title picture. I think yeah. they. I'm all for him being used. He's a superstar. He's a legend. He's a, a likable guy in real life too. But he, no one's buying that. Well, actually, I guess he can win the title. He did beat the Fiend last year. Yeah. But keep him out of the title picture. Put you know, put him in matches with your Riddles and your Keith Lees, and he wins some, he loses some. But you put him in that mix. I feel like that's the best way to use him. I could Alfred. get on board with the riddle match yeah. against Goldberg. I actually think that that's brilliant booking. I'll take that over him in a title match any day of the week. I think that that's actually really smart, Raj. You're onto something here, man. Yeah, and knowing that he really doesn't want to do it makes it all the better. Yeah, exactly. Um, <laughs> uh, Alfred, I have to ask because I thought tonight people said in their weird dystopian fantasy, what would it have been like if AEW had trolled last night and CM Punk hadn't shown up? It felt that way when Carmella came out tonight, that that was the WWE expertly trolling their audience. Yes, let me tell you something right now. There was not one CM Punk chant on this show. But had that match gone on between Bianca Belair and Carmella, this <laughs> match would have been dominated by them. These people were getting ready. I mean, they were getting ready to go nuts about this. And you could just feel that kind of fervor. Because I've been in, you know, we've all seen matches. We've seen moments where people are not happy and they just begin turning on WWE. And it was turning into that. And as it started, like Becky Lynch's music couldn't play fast enough uh, to kind of turn this crowd. It was weird because, you know, I, I had broken the story earlier about uh, Sasha not being there. And then they played the video package for Sasha and Bianca. It's like, why are you playing a video package to get you excited for the match when you're going to flat out tell people that the match is not happening a minute later? Yeah. And I, I was getting like hate. Hate <laughs> like, you fucking idiot, you were wrong. Well, I was getting ready. I was going to go back and delete a lot of stuff when that was happening. But then when Carmel, when they announced it was Carmella, I was like, this, this has to be right. Like, or this, I was like, people are going to throw shit into the ring mm-hmm. if this is the actual match. Like, there's no way. And I love Carmella, but this is sort of that you know you wanted Ice Cube, but you got Vanilla Ice sort of situation Ooh. when you were expecting Sasha Banks versus Bianca, and then it was going to be Carmella versus Bianca again. Hey, yeah. Alfred, let me yeah, ask you not, from a, go ahead, go ahead. Check. Let me ask you from a, a, a live perspective. You kind of glanced on this a little bit earlier, but describe for me how the energy actually changed in the stadium after the title changed hands. Right. So obviously a shit ton of excitement as they're like, let's tear the roof down off of this place. Right. But then it's over in a blink of an eye. And it's just, to me, watching at home and then watching my Twitter feed afterward, it seemed like all of the wind went out of everyone's sails. But just from a live perspective, can you really describe that for me? Yeah, that's a great way of describing it, actually, Chuck. The wind going out of the sails. It felt like the energy just went out of the building because uh, Becky Lynch, bad choice of words to say, what do you say we tear the roof off of here? And, and the expectation was tearing the roof down was them having a great match. And that was kind of what was uh, the veiled promise that she was giving. And at the three count, initially, it was a big pop, like a surprise, like, holy crap, that's the finish. And then it just confusion. And it, there was even a bubbling of booze for Becky Lynch. Yeah. Like people kind of realized what had happened. And it was just confusion. It just turned into everybody kind of sitting around the poor Drew McIntyre and Jinder Mahal, which I didn't think was going to get a good uh, reaction. Uh, and it was kind of put in a popcorn spot. But there was no reaction to this match. Uh, and people are just kind of sitting around confused and flummoxed as to how this went down. And I really do think that it hurt the show in terms of having this happen. Because before then, uh, this crowd was very, very hot. And this was definitely the lowest point for this match and for even the beginning of the women's match that came after it. Yeah. Um, 
it's very strange, man. And especially, couldn't they have cut the uh, the uh, the water gun segment to give? Well, I, I so this was my question because it was so last minute. May, do you think they get didn't give it time because they, you know, Sasha was pulled from you know was officially pulled at the last minute. She's like, been training though. We've seen videos. She's been training. Right, right. But maybe they felt like they didn't have enough time to work it out. So. I agree with Raj. That's what I think it is in terms yeah. of Becky Lynch has definitely been training to come back, but this might've been, this wasn't probably her return. This probably was not what her return was supposed to be. It was probably a last minute thing. We were talking about it last night on the podcast. WWE likes to over deliver when they can't deliver their promised main event. Sometimes when uh, they get in that spot, they like to over deliver. And so I very much expected Becky Lynch to be back, but it was probably because it was a last minute thing. She's not ready to go 20 minutes. Like a lot of people yeah. expected her tonight that they just had a quick match. Uh, real quick, let's get us some of these uh, super chats real quick, uh, Alfred. If you could hang on with us for, for sure. a few minutes, yeah. uh, some, some baller saying on the next pay per view, Paul Heyman on a on a pole match. <laughs> the emotions on his face tonight were Emmy worthy. Oh, you know what? So good. You know what sucked? The the only thing that sucks with Brock coming back now is Brock and Roman. To me, is a WrestleMania match, and I have a feeling this is going to be a crown jewel match. Mm. And that's that's the only. I I hope I'm wrong. But it's almost as if money makes the world go round around. <laughs> right. <laughs> and uh, Jax Allen saying uh, she could have had three minute match beating Carmella in a three way. Or now that's not a bad idea. Carmella and Zelina could have come out and they could have turned it into a tag match, and then have sure. Becky turn on Bianca after it, setting up the feud, but not have the title on the line immediately. Well, was Teddy Long in Vegas? Because she would have needed him to set yeah. up the tag. But they could have done something else. They could have done so many other things that they could have saved this. It's really remarkable that this is the route they went. They chose to go. Yeah, Stephen Marchichuli is saying, but the Becky pop was on a punk level. What What what'd you think uh, live? I thought it was a huge pop. It was a uh, you know I was I don't know if it was on a punk level. That was just such one of the all time pops. But I mean, it was flirting with the punk level because I think a mixture of fans thinking they were going to get one thing and just getting ready to turn on it, and then. Immediately getting the other thing that I think a lot of people were chanting for. Uh, it was a huge, enormous pop. A top two or top three pop of the night. It was between Brock Lesnar and Becky Lynch. Those were the two biggest pops of the night. Yeah. Plus, this was three times as many people in the live. Arena. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Uh, King, uh, King Rail saying Corbin not coming out to music was epic. <laughs> they, they've done a good job with that. Uh, Big heat for Baron Corbin. Yeah. I, I, I kept thinking like maybe Big E cashes in tonight on Lashley, but obviously that didn't happen. Uh, John Jordan saying, what's next for Cena to roster shuffle anytime soon? Alfred's hat on location is gangsta as Thank you. Oh, yeah. I'm loving the hat, man. That brings it all together, man. <laughs> Thank you. I'm trying out here, guys. <laughs> A nightmare knee. I, we, we, you're, you're. Uh, message is no longer showing up. So if you can go ahead and send that again, you, yeah. you don't have to do a super chat and, and we'll get it. Yeah, I apologize. We just missed like two super chats. Yeah, so- if we missed your super chat, just send it again. Just put super chat colon in front and, and we'll get it. What is next for Cena? I know that he's got that date at Madison Square Garden next month. I think he's uh, teaming up with Ray and Dominic Mysterio against Roman Reigns and the Usos. To me, that just reeks of a dark match that won't be televised. So I think that we've seen the last of Cena on TV for the foreseeable future at the very least. And I have a special report. Actually, I don't know if they show this on air, but Brock Lesnar, after SummerSlam went off the air, uh, delivered a couple of suplexes to Cena, hit the F5. Casino. Yeah, to Cena. You guys didn't see this? No. Yeah, yeah, no. Brock Lesnar just mauled John Cena, and people are going oh, crazy shit. for it. Oh, yeah. 
They might show it on like an exclusive, but you know, Brock Lesnar just beat the hell out of John Cena and then walked off. Oh wow. Huh. They should have shown that. That would have been a good way to take Cena if Cena's gonna be off TV for a while. I think he's gonna show up Friday and raise Roman's hand and put him over before. I don't think so, because I don't think so because Reigns is a heel. If he was a baby face, I could see it. But uh I don't think it fits. Well we'll see. He he just wants to be acknowledged, Raj. <laughs> uh Whoa, this is uh, controversial. Mike, no, Mike. Mike no. Martin saying Alpha needs it. I don't even think he really sent a super yeah, chat earlier. I think we've oh, been did, bamboozled. Okay. We have been bamboozled. To, I'm never getting a new hat, uh, Mike Martin. I'm going Raj to send pictures one. of me. Raj is the only one hatless on this podcast now, Raj. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Malcolm Mitchell is asking, if <laughs> Sasha was absent due to being unvaccinated. I'm not touching this one. I have no idea. I I have no idea why she was off the show. Yeah. I mean, given what's going on right now, like I everyone was, is suspect. I was told, I was told earlier off the show, I asked a couple follow So in general, I don't ask when someone's off the show why because normally that's none of my business. They're off the show, they're off the show. But uh, I did ask, like, is there any word on who's going to replace her? Is the match going to still happen? Because if you remember, like, Asuka and Lacey Evans, they were promoting that match. Even yeah. after, again, that was a wrestling exclusive. We reported that Lacey Evans was pregnant. And uh, they kept promoting it. They kept, And then they were pushing on the pre-show, like, there was going to be a replacement. And Wrestling Inc. first reported that Asuka was actually not going to have a match that night. So, I don't know. It's just weird. I don't get why why they do that. Did you see, Raj, uh, this might be a good story to follow up on. Uh, there was a Hall of Fame talent in Vegas tonight who said they weren't allowed to be at the show. Nikki Bella. Yeah. There might be might be a story there. Um, so, uh, B... Oh, sorry. I got oh, go ahead. Uh, BM Williams one two one five one one two dollars saying Alfred's hat has been the best part of some Alfred's hat Thank is you. the star of there this podcast. Thank you. <laughs> we'll love for that. <laughs> it's a fun <laughs> hat. I'm feeling at any second now this wind's gonna blow it off my head and Mike Martin is just gonna love it. <laughs> <laughs> How was uh, the bar scene in Vegas last night? Oh Alfred. great, uh, wonderful bar scene. I had I had me a good time in Vegas. I'm uh, I'm not gonna say the hotel I'm staying at, but it's a great hotel. Uh, well, it's at the Orleans, you know, but so you're not gonna, like, Orleans. Gonna come yeah, and it's a fun oh. place. It's a, it's really an homage to New Orleans and they make it look a lot like it. And, and WrestleMania was in New Orleans a couple of years ago and I had a great time there. So it kind of reminds me of that same vibe. That's where wow. the, uh, R- ring of honor has their pay-per-views at the Orleans, man. That's a pretty good spot. Yeah. yeah they had super card of honor there. Global yeah. force wrestling. Their first TV tapings were there. Yeah. I, I was actually at those. Still open. I thought they got like demolished years ago. Mm-hmm. That's interesting. Still there. Check it out. Uh, okay. uh, real quick, uh, Amit Ch- Chaudhary has tagged me in the tweet of Lesnar murdering Cena by suplexes. I got to put that on. Um, th- thank you, sir. Um, all right. Well, uh, should we run down the show, Alfred? Uh, you want to stick around, or? Oh, it looks like I'm gonna have to get going. Yeah, you can, you, you can do your thing. The, it's uh, <laughs> the Cougar Hour is starting soon. <laughs> Dude, it's Saturday night in Vegas. You guys have a good time. Are you with Issa? Is Issa there with you guys? What's going on? Oh, no, on? she's not here with me. I don't know. Uh, she's probably somewhere celebrating Roman Reigns' victory. But I know. Uh, I'll text her <laughs> trying to get her to come on the show. And All, right. You guys. All right. Sounds, sounds good. Sounds good. All right. Good seeing you, man. All right. Good seeing you. 
Uh, Nightmare uh, Knee, please send us uh, what your, your awesome question idea. was, uh, and we'd gladly answer it. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, here, let me get the uh, branding back, back oh, up. He, he sent oh. it back. There we go. Uh, Nightmare Knee is saying, I hated the Becky thing. I knew Charlotte was based winning based on the booking they're going to face at SummerSlam. I don't know. It looks like Becky is now SmackDown. Well, no, uh, but... Uh, oh, Survivor Series. Survivor Series. I hope they stop doing the brand versus brand thing. It, it means nothing. It's it, it, Survivor Series has become such a pointless pay per view. Mm. We'll get Becky versus Bianca at Extreme Rules. Like that's for sure happening. Yeah, yeah. I, I you know, I, I'm all for Becky coming back and winning a title, but the way it was done sucked. Um, oh. Leonza Duncan saying, oh. "A longtime fan, but I'm done with WWE. Seriously." As a black fan, the Bianca situation did it. It's not that she lost, but how. I defend WWE all the time. Not now. I mean, you know, I feel like WWE has gotten so much better as far as it feels like race doesn't matter as, you know, with your world champions anymore like it did in the past. You know, when you saw Booker T which, which versus Triple H and the way that storyline was going, he should have won. And not only did he lose, they kind of jobbed him out. Yeah, it feels like um, there's like a different tier system internally, which is inherently, if it's based on race, is racist. Yeah. You know, like uh, where it's like, okay, Becky's coming back. Well, we want her in that spot. Brock's coming back. We want him in that spot. It is sort of like, huh. But yeah. is it racist? Would they have done that same thing with... If Nikki Ash was champion or uh, Carmella was champion, I don't know. Yeah. WWE's had race issues in the past, so by no means am I defending it. It is curious that the the two world champions that have lost over the past few years in under thirty seconds have been Kofi Kingston and you know tonight Bianca. But I think tonight it was more that Becky wasn't ready to have a long match. It was you know, a last minute thing. So they had to do something quick. I'm hoping that's what it is. Yeah. I, I don't think that anybody consciously in the back made the decision to have that match go the way that it did because of race, but they sure no. as hell didn't think it through. I don't think that they at all connected the dots with the blowback that would come because of they did the, because of what they did with Kofi just a couple of years earlier. Like they clearly did not think this through. And I actually think that this backlash is going to catch them off guard. Or has caught them off guard already. Yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm a Chaudhary saying, Raj, first of all, I'm a big fan of you from India. Thank you, sir. My question is whether the Lesnar return was one of the top three pops of all time. Look at the first Lesnar return. Do you guys remember that? The night after WrestleMania? Hmm. Was that in Houston? I forget the city. It might have been. Uh, that was like 2014, I think. And Cena was in the ring when Brock came yeah. back, right? Yeah, that yeah. was Houston. It was, okay. And that was, in, you know, Punk got a huge pop the other night. And, and when people are saying it's one of the biggest of all time, you, you forget that there have been gigantic pops over the years. And uh, just Cena, just a month ago, was huge yeah. at, at Money in the Bank. So um, Lesnar's tonight was huge. I don't know if it's top three. There have been some huge ones. I thought Punk was one of the biggest the other night uh, in a long time. 
Antoine Fair with his uh, super chat from before saying, do you think Bianca turns heel being mad at what happened and taking advantage of the internet heat for the finish? I don't think you turn Bianca heel. She's such a likable baby face. She, she has everything you want to cheer for. No, I, I, I think if anybody's going heel here, it's going to be Becky. And I know that, you know, we talked a little bit about this earlier and you're like, no way. She's one of the biggest stars of the company. Well, you know, they brought Roman Reigns back. They turned him heel and it's working out quite well. So why couldn't they try that again here with Becky? You know, plus it would give her an opportunity to team up with Seth if they wanted to ever put those two together on camera. You'd have a couple of heels there. It's it's just a natural fit. But, you know, all black outfit, not that she didn't wear a lot of black before, you know, but she she teased the crowd and then they went to this you know quick finish she said let's blow the roof off of the place and then they go to like a three second match like give me a break man that's such a heel thing so it i mean i'm telling you like 80 percent, 85 percent certainty man she's gonna go heel here antoine no fair way. five <laughs> antoine fair five dollars <laughs> saying it's not a race thing it was a bad decision they didn't say she's black take the belt off her that's not racist it's just effing stupid it's a different day I, I think they didn't think through the optics of it. That's like my perspective on it. And I, I just think this is what WWE keeps doing. This is why they're not making new superstars. You had a young, hot baby face in Bianca. And you know what? Her beating Becky would have taken her to another level. I'm not saying you should have hap- that should have happened because Becky's first match, um, she probably should get the win. But... You know what? I, you, what they really should have done is they should have had Carmella and Zelina Vega come out, and then Becky teams with uh, Bianca. Yeah, people are going to pop huge. They love Becky being back. You do a tag match. Becky doesn't have to do much, and and they get the win, and the fans are happy. And then they have a little standoff at the end and yeah. tease a future thing. I, I feel like that would have made more sense, but you, you I, know I don't, what. You know what your flaw is with that thinking there, Raj, is that you're using logic, and logic need not <laughs> apply in WWE. Just saying. <laughs> that, that is the problem. Yeah. <laughs> Best in the Smokers World, $5 saying, well, Brock came back and probably for more appearances. No wonder the budget cuts happened. <laughs> <laughs> they can afford those talents with Brock Lesnar, trust me. <laughs> oh, yeah, I'm sure Saudi is uh, KSA's like more than gonna cover that nightmare need two dollars saying uh i also said i loved viking lesnar people really bought that he was not coming back based on the photos we were seeing and what he's been up to he's I very hate good it. i hate that ponytail i don't know why but brock with that ponytail it's just not brock to me hair versus title are you guys seeing a, a brock versus gable steveson match down the line i think oh. that 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 is ready made man it's going to take Gable Stevenson a little while to get ready, but I think he's at the point where you bring him in and you do it like you did with Rodman and Malone back in the day. You treat him like a celebrity, give him a few spots, rehearse his matches, but you take advantage of it now because now is when he's hot. Um, now is when his name value is the most. And then you still have him train and you know make limited appearances, work a few well-rehearsed matches along the way, but you need to capitalize when his name is hot because three years from now, no one's going to remember. Man, I wish Alfred were here because to me on TV, it seemed like when the Olympians came out, uh, Gable included, I mean, it was it was quiet, like, you know, crickets. It didn't seem like a whole heck of a lot of people knew who he yeah. was yet. And, Nobody and they, watched the Olympics this year. That's- the the Olympics, I, I, I know the other girl, I, I forget her name, 
But I didn't watch the Olympics. It, it, it was depressing every time I'd put it. I mean, I watched Simone Biles, but that was it. Watch a little of the skateboarding and the BMX freestyling. It was I, interesting. In general, I don't like the Olympics, but that's hey, two years, uh, two or three years, we get breakdancing in the Summer yeah. Olympics. Oh God! Back. Yeah, it's, it's, it's skateboarding's an Olympic sport, but you know MMA isn't. Yeah, it's mm. screw that. Um, oh DJ, oh five dollars. Love the show in Chuck's hat. Where do we see Lesnar versus Roman Mania Survivor Series, the Royal Rumble? Mm. I think I think it's Crown Jewel. I think it was done now. Yeah. That's way too far ahead. I think it's going to be Crown Jewel. I think that makes sense. Michael Sachs Jr., $2. Big pop, Triple H return from injury at Madison Square Garden or CM Punk? Ooh. Huh. There have been tons of big pops. It's like unless you have a decibel meter, it's impossible to say. So here's where here's how I would gauge that is like if you were watching that, which one actually gave you legitimate chills, right? So like seeing mm. CM Punk come out last night, I legitimately had you know chills, man. I got goosebumps, right? I didn't get that with Triple H. So if I'm gonna pick one here just for the sake of picking one, I'm going Punk. Punk meant a lot. Daniel Bryan meant a lot. Like the story behind. It. I mean, with Becky, she took time off to pursue something that is a. 100% worthwhile pursuit, and she chose to come back, and that's great. With Brock, no one feels like, oh, this is Brock living his dream. Brock yeah. just missed the fans so much. He has that connection. He's back following his passion. Brock's following a paycheck. I mean, technically, Brock might have been louder tonight just because there's more people. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, there were 50, there were three times as many Yeah, you there. got uh, that many more people, but I, I think the punk one means more because it, it feels like a, a, I don't know, like a, like a shift. Yeah. Uh, King Rail, $2. Who gets a call Monday? Also, all rematches at ER. I thought he meant in the ER, and that would be an awesome pay-per-view <laughs> where they go to the local no. medical facility. I after. don't know, man. They did, style. <laughs> they did it in the headquarters. It wasn't that great. Yes, I think in a hospital. Uh, are we doing call-ups? Is that still a thing? Uh, uh, I think... Uh, um, who's Adam facing Cole? Raquel Gonzalez? Oh, uh, Dakota, Dakota Kai, Dakota Kai and uh, probably Adam Cole if he stays. Yeah, yeah tomorrow night's going to be interesting. What happens with Adam? Um, yeah, I, I don't know. If I'm him and you, you're reading about the changes that are coming to NXT, I'm throwing up the deuces and I'm walking out because no matter what promises, no matter what guarantees they give him for a call up to the main roster you know that it's just not going to last. There's just way too much of a track record with WWE for a guy like Adam Cole, where they promise you the world, they give you a push for a couple of weeks, and then Vince is like, nope, isn't working. Let's bury him. 24-7 yeah. title, here you come. Yeah. But wouldn't it be better if NXT was back to having them having to do races holding beer kegs around the ring? I'm just putting that out there. Oh. Pair them with the pro, give them <laughs> contests every week. I think that's that's more watchable TV. All right, let's uh, get the uh, let's get these last two super, these super chat, chat and then run yeah. through the show. Okay, uh, Dave, thank you for the one dollar <laughs> super chat. Uh, what else we got? Uh, Jason Smith. Uh, here we go. Uh, I still right. we Duncan uh, had one first. Five dollars. Oh. Uh, wasn't saying it was because of race. I'm saying as a black fan, it hurt me. So many things I could have done. Also, in popular opinion, Flair was great tonight. Um, I agree. That's interesting. See, Charlotte Flair. Even if you think she's overrated and often given these wins. Uh, because of uh, her stature within the company, she felt like she earned that tonight. That's what was missing. She rises to the occasion every time. 
Yeah, if this had been a 15-minute match and Becky had won, I don't think people would be this upset. And 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 the thing about the 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 race thing, uh, look, it, it sucks when you you see finally the company pushing someone uh, because they haven't a lot in the past, and then they beat them in 30 seconds. That's got to be hurtful. It sucks. It all goes back to the way that it happened. And, you know, you, you look at not just the match at WrestleMania, but the fact that that got mainstream attention. That won a freaking ESPY award, right? I mean, that gets splashed across headlines nationwide, around the world. And then to have all of that just snuffed out in the span of a blink of an eye, it's like, what in the hell are you talking about, Glenn? You hit the nail on the head earlier when you used the word optics. It's such bad freaking optics it's just horrible, horrible. And, and, and you know what man that sasha versus bianca match and you know it's funny last night i had sent out a tweet asking people um or you know some people were giving this guy shit in aew in the aew crowd for crying when cm punk came out and i'm like man someone cares you don't jump on him for caring and then you know i asked like who has cried over a non-tragic pro wrestling event and non-tragic meaning death tribute show that kind of thing and i never have but really? i did get i never have no um no, I, I don't cry in general yeah. I, I, I have cried like i did the tribute shows and things like that but not for storyline movies things like that but um watching the bianca versus sasha match my, my daughters came in and watched it with me and it was kind of it was an emotional experience because they were so into it. They were into the match. It was the first time they were connected to what I do, and they loved it. And even tonight, they they were watching the beginning until, and then when, once Carmella came out, uh, they kind of lost interest. But <laughs> um, and and that's no offense to Carmella; they just don't know who she is. But they, you know, it was it was a. Yeah, an ex- you know, like a bonding experience for the first time with wrestling with my daughter. So anyway, Jason Smith, $20 super chat. Here's a thought. PWL professional wrestling league, WWE, AEW, New Japan, impact TNA trades, contract buyouts, draft from the Indies, sort of like MLB, NBA, NFL, mm. and NHL. Who wears Macho Raj best <laughs> podcast ever. <laughs> Jason Smith just giving out business ideas tonight. Look, I, I I said this recently. I personally prefer, I know the Forbidden Door is great for talent, but I don't see it being great. I, I, I just think it's better when companies are on their own. They do their own yeah. stuff. They have their own talent. You don't, it, it muddies the waters when you see the same guy on three different shows. It makes it more special when they're only on one show, in my opinion. You ever read those Marvel DC crossovers? They're not as great as we fantasized they would be my yeah right adam d five dollars i'm willing to accept all the poor booking decisions if they repackage to drop please make it stop well i actually think that they took a step in the right direction with do drop tonight and so uh hopefully do drop goes bye-bye and we get piper niven back here uh asap because trying to explain to my wife who piper niven was i was like <laughs> it is not this no no we we have an exclusive interview with Piper Niven, and uh, she talked about how when she was told she was going to be Drew Drop, she wasn't happy. Yeah, it's. I think it's getting. And that's up on Wrestling Inc. 
better. So let's just let's just cover a few results. Biggie got his briefcase back. Real quick, we got one last, and then Russ, we have so many more to get. Like, just do we still have more? We there are more. Let me just read like (laughs) the results. After this one, since I put it up. Jackson Darkness gave me two dollars. Anyone feel Xavier usually funny, but today was bad. That audience was not popping Mm -hmm. for that segment. Oh, I thought that that my tweet. This was my exact tweet when that happened. What the fuck is this? Yeah, they got paid. That was a sponsored thing. Yeah, pure life water. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Okay. So Biggie got his briefcase back from Baron Corbin. That was our first match on the pre-show. Good, good reaction. Biggie looked dominant here. Baron Corbin uh, gimmick is still working and over. I love the gimmick. I, yeah. I, I think Baron Corbin's killing it. Best I've seen him in WWE, man. I, I'm absolutely loving what he's bringing to the table. He doesn't look like he's half-assing it, which uh, which is what I love. Like he's fully he commits, committed. man. Baron Corbin is low key one of the more talented performers on the roster. In terms he's of great. he's great. I, I'm I'm getting a big kick out of it. Absolutely. Um, we went from that to the Raw Tag Team title match, Randy Orton and Riddle versus AJ Styles and Omos, with Orton and Riddle winning. Um, so, RK-Bro, is this uh, it's working for you guys? I don't know how long it's going to last, but I'm going to enjoy it while it's here. Uh, I think that those two are really fun together, man. I'm, I mean, I'm just loving the whole Felix and Oscar odd couple dynamic that they bring. Um, and, and, and for the company, I mean, RK bro is going to be a merch mover, which means everybody's going to be making some money here too. I think it's entertaining as shit. I don't think that it's a long-term thing, but it could be the best tag team like that, that we've seen since team hell. No, it's wow. kind of that same, you know, opposite that same track dynamic. It is working. And I think tonight was a uh, good for them. John Jordan. I, I, oh, sorry. Oh, go ahead. John Jordan, $5 Super Chat surprises. such a huge thing in wrestling time. And again, it feels like AEW is huge edge on that right now. More to come. How does WWE counter? Better uh, question to follow up on that. What is left after tonight? Who can they bring back now that they have pulled the two, uh, in case of emergency, break glass returns that they've been sitting on? Braun Strowman's not going to have that effect. Bray Wyatt, maybe. He would. But he seems like he's AEW bound, and, and we'll get to that soon. Um the one thing, and this is not a pro AEW thing or an anti WWE thing, but AEW feels hungry. Like they are trying different things. They're going for it. WWE feels complacent. They'll, you know, they're bringing back the old tricks, Brock Lesnar, the guys that work, but it's not like they're, and, and granted, AEW brought CM Punk, who, you know, but they're mixing CM Punk with Darby Allen. You know, they're putting Brock Lesnar with Roman Reigns, who's been established for many, many years. It just it, it just feels like AEW is trying harder to bring new people up and WWE is relying on the past. And I, I just hope that WWE can get that kick in the ass to really start, you know, with the Bianca Belair. That's a perfect, mm-hmm. you know, analysis, uh, uh, comparison. Like, she seemed on the ascension and they just really brought her down tonight to the level of the ascension um so uh (laughs) but let me let me pose this bray wyatt braun Strowman in aew roof blows off the pace people are talking about excited they come back to wwe people are like oh well that's nice right pretty much bray wyatt i think would have more of an effect braun i don't know as much but bray for sure Braun in AEW feels like it's Tony really taking Vince's toys. 
Right. He doesn't feel like he fits. Yeah, you know, I, I would. I wouldn't take Braun in AEW. I see him going back to WWE at some point. I don't see Bray going back to WWE for anytime soon. That's for sure. Um, given the circumstances surrounding his release, I know that they said for budget reasons, but I'm not sure that that's the entire story whatsoever. Yeah. Should we get a couple more of these super chats? Yeah. And, okay. Zay Money two five two four ninety nine saying, "I believe Goldberg was legit hurt, and they improvised that finish." What do you guys think? No, they, no. He, he wouldn't use the chair on his leg if he was really hurt. That was clearly planned. The 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 spot with the sun, everything that was planned. Yeah. Um, day two dollars should have had Bianca beat Carmella, and then Bucky, Becky comes out. Probably what would have happened if she would have faced Sasha tonight. That's a better. You know what? Have a short match with Carmella. Bianca wins clean, and then Becky comes out, and just they have a face to face. That would have been way better in my. That opinion. audience was not like that match would have had to have been faster than it was, like ninety seconds. Mm-hmm. Not yeah. even that. I think the audience <laughs> again was pretty close to just like this is gonna be like that Guns N' Roses incident in Canada that happened that time. Like this was gonna go really <laughs> poorly. Um, Anthony Martin four ninety nine. I was at Rampage last night, and the pop was huge. But you can't compare any pop from tonight because it's gonna be bigger automatically due to size. And it's true, it is a little apples and oranges, but. I, I think we really hit the nail on the head earlier. It's the meaningfulness of it because yep. anyone, you know, you ask a crowd, hey, Las Vegas, greatest city in the world. People go, woo, that's us. Yay. Like it's getting the crowd excited is one thing, but when it means something is what it's all about. Uh, oh, we got that one. Y2J. You guys tonight, this crowd is fantastic. Like, <laughs> let me tell you, you're the best crowd tonight on the Wrestling Inc. podcast. So many of you out tonight. So many people tossing super chats left and right. Yeah, thank you guys so much. Insane. Um, I'm trying to find all of these. Here, I got Y2J. Oh, there we go. What happened to Ripley when she won her first NXT title? She was the hottest thing. She's not just good as a heel. I just can't get into her now. They just don't know what to do with her. Like, I've always said this, and and people got on my case back in the day with Rhea Ripley. I just don't see the main roster, Vince McMahon, understanding her character and getting her. And so they have her just smiling. She's sitting there smiling, having a good time, just smiling. It sucks. Her, Her entrance music is, this is my brutality. And she's just smiling. She's sitting there smiling. What the fuck? I talked about this last night. That's kind of what they do with Nia Jax. I mean, they gave her these squash matches, but then they like you know. I'm not saying you have to mean mug the camera the entire time, right? But you got you got to play your part. You got to play your role. You don't smile the entire time. (laughs) But they did it with Braun too, with the team Little Big and all that stuff. I mean, like they really nerf even with Brock and his dancing and whatnot. Like they just can't have somebody just come out there and just play it. It's yeah. one thing if you're established like Brock was. Where yeah. Brock is funny because he's so established that it's just kind of like, hey, he's having a good time. But with Rhea, she's a new character. You need to establish her first. Yeah. Figure out what her character is. It is you have her song saying, This is my brutality, and she's just smiling the whole time. Yeah. Is that the character? Like she smiles, but she's brutal. Uh, what is it? She just sits there looking awkwardly smiling. They, uh, Vince just, here's the thing is like, if Vince doesn't get your character and he only understands certain things, you're kind of doomed. And I always felt like Rhea was kind of doomed because she didn't fit into Vince's mold. Like he'll get, uh, a Mandy Rose, even though granted she's back in NXT, but 
she, he's more likely to get that than a Rhea Ripley. Antoine, fair $5. I uh, teared up. I have four daughters. I had them come in and watch the Bel Air Banks match, told them about the progress, and it was a teachable moment. Me too. Representation matters, man. Um, it wasn't, yeah. And it wasn't just that. It was, it felt, it wasn't like it was thrown in there. Yeah. It, it, it felt like a main event. It was a huge deal. It was awesome. No, absolutely. And I think it's further breaking that mold, right? I mean, it's this idea with, uh, you know, that we see a lot of the same talent even just at the top. And I think you need to constantly be bringing up new talent and replenishing it. And you want more uh, diversity and different styles of wrestling and just so much more there. And I feel like when they keep going back to the same champions, it's tough. It's really tough to get excited about it if you feel like, you know, meet the new boss, same as the old boss. Um, Party Up Gaming, $5, definitely wasn't a race thing, just bad booking. And let's not forget, Becky is Irish, so she's a minority in WWE as well. Mm. <laughs> that's, a, that's a reach. Good luck with that argument. <laughs> I'm Irish, and I'm telling you, good luck with that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, KCPKP3, $2. AEW feels organic. WWE feels manufactured. I mean, I hate to break this to you, buddy, but it's all, it's all strictly <laughs> predetermined. I, I get what he's saying. Um, the crowds go, you know, part of the, the problem with WWE is so overproduced that it's hard to feel organic. Uh, it just feels like a giant production and you're in a video game and, um, it's hard to have those organic moments. Well, here's my question to you. If you're Tony Khan right now and you watch SummerSlam tonight, how are you feeling about coming out of Friday, right? So you have all of this momentum coming out of Rampage. Everybody's talking about you. You know that you're going to do hot shit next uh, Wednesday on Dynamite. You're the talk of the wrestling town. But do you feel like any bit of that shine has been taken off based off of what happened tonight on SummerSlam? I don't know. I think you should feel validated. King Rail $2 saying, should AEW go to Mondays? WWE needs a wake-up call. That would be the thing to wake them up for sure. It's not happening because Tony Khan says he will not put uh, the show up against Monday Night Football. Like, that's his thing. Mm. Um, but I'd love to see it. I think that would be an awakening. Um I mean, it's one thing to beat NXT. It's another thing to beat Raw, which is just so well established just from brand recognition standpoint, right? So we all three and everybody who's watching right now clearly is, you know, a P1 when it comes to wrestling, right? You live it, you breathe it. This is your thing. You know, all the promotions. You dream it. <laughs> but the vast majority of those who watch on Monday nights, on Friday nights, that tune into WWE, they're not in this circle, man. Like we, everybody here right now, I would say is a minority. And so, yeah, it's cool to dream and say AEW would go head to head and do quite well against Raw. I don't think that they're quite there yet. I think yeah. that they need a couple of a couple of more years. I don't know that they need to win, though. I think it's like when Fox put The Simpsons on opposite NBC Thursdays and The Cosby Show. You don't need to win. You just need to make enough of a dent that you're taken seriously. Yeah. I remember when TNA did it. And granted, AEW is far beyond TNA. But they got crushed immediately. Yeah. Uh, ben Walker, Buck 99. Randy directing Riddle after winning Storyline. I, you know, to, to Ben's uh, 
thing. I, I wonder, do you? How far ahead do you think they have this Riddle Randy Orton thing planned out? I think it's like two weeks. Yeah, that's generous. Day of, and I mean, yeah, Monday. Yeah. yeah, but I mean, they could have it planned out for months in advance, but everything changes all the time anyway, so right. it really doesn't matter, right? Yeah. Uh, so let's just cover two more matches. Eva Marie versus Alexa Bliss. Look, Alexa Bliss won this, but the real headline is that Dewdrop, uh, Eva Marie, things aren't uh, so copacetic. No. I, this doesn't deserve that much time. I think Eva Marie's a great heel. I love Alexa Bliss. I hate this character. I hate Lily. Lily, everything about the doll, I hate with a passion. Well, you're supposed um, to. It's evil dolls, man. It's talking Tina, you know? No, Come on. I like Chucky. You like Chucky? Well, who doesn't like America's sweetheart, Chucky? You know? How many Lily dolls do you think they've moved from WWE <laughs> shop right now? Because didn't somebody report that the future of the Lily character pretty much depends on how the merch sales do? Yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, I think that's the case with everything. But let me ask you guys this. Did the Lily stuff seem over? Or is it like people uh, laughing? I think people like Alexa still. Yeah, because she's a star. Yeah. 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 This stuff is so corny. It's so bad. Like, I didn't want my five. Yeah, I'm not five. Jesus Christ. I need the ages of my daughters. 10 and 12-year-old girls walking in because I thought they were going to find it embarrassing. So yeah. I'm telling you, man, if the gathering of the juggalos weren't going on this weekend, ICP could have made their return with the oddities tonight. You know, Cole Cabana was not at Rampage last night. CM Punk said he had no problem with anyone that was there. Cole Cabana is, is was Cole at the gathering. Yeah, he was at the gathering at the juggalos. That makes sense. I have to send Cole a text, ask how that was. Uh, but no, I think Dewdrop, man, she needs to be Piper Niven again. Piper Niven, I was explaining to my wife, Piper Niven was so cool. Do you drop? I'm just not, you know. I, you know what? I, I feel like I, you know, we're, you know where the storyline's going is them turning on each other and do drop the Virgil Ted DiBiase storyline where she finally breaks free. But they did it too soon. They started teasing dissension like the first time they were out together. Let them be a pairing for a while. Yeah. Then you start teasing dissension. Then when it happens, it, you know, it's like they threw eight weeks of storylines in two weeks. Anyway. The show feels like there's no coherent planning right now. And I think part of that is because they don't know if they're going back to the Thunderdome. They don't know what's happening. Oh, they're not going back. You sure? Yeah. Okay. I mean, see. look, I mean, you got to plan for the worst. But I, I'm just talking the nation in general. I don't think we're going to go back to mandatory lockdowns. No, but I have friends in the concert and event business that right. are posting about a lot of plans changing and a lot of stuff getting canceled. But that's at the on. artist's request. It's True. not at the venue's request. Yeah. Right. We'll I, see. I, I, and I think, WWE is not going to request yeah. to cancel. Worst case scenario, I think even local ordinances would have, you know, you have to go back to that pod style seating. So you can't exactly fill the entire arena or the entire stadium, but you're still going to have fans in attendance. I, there's no way you're going back to the Thunderdome. I, I think the mask is going to be as, as far as it goes because... Yeah. I mean, we're at a point now where we got the vaccine. We're it's showing how the majority of the people that are getting sick and dying are unvaccinated. So where do we go from here? We can't get any better. So this is how it's going to be. So either we move on with this, and people that are unvaccinated they take their risks and if, you know whatever. But um, 
Says the three guys that didn't go to Vegas tonight. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Raj, when you're at the live events again, I believe Raj has believed we moved on. When when I'm at the live events, yeah, I was I was partying last weekend. <laughs> yeah. uh, Antoine Fair, ten dollars. So in Conan, they had a guest on. Said Bray was released because he kept needing time off, and then they were talking about a SummerSlam return, and he didn't want to put Bobby over. Bullshit. That's not true. Conan DM'd me at once asking, saying, uh, have I heard about his podcast? And no, just no, no. Podcast. When Bray uh, got released, uh, the Goldberg-Lashley uh, match had already been in the works. Yeah. So that, that was, that, so that's not true. KCP, KP3, $5 crab pop for Lashley beating Goldberg's son. <laughs> My only thing is it should have been more brutal. He, he Goldberg's son passed out in like a second. I, I, I 15, man. You know, I get the hell out of that kid. We're not all bumping like just maybe because I don't spank my kids. <laughs> that I want to see. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, I, 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 I felt like it was a little weak. How good of a bump can you take, Raj? I bet you I could take no I bumps. Yeah, no. <laughs> I think I would take one and then I would need to go to the ER to get my back checked out. Uh, <laughs> King Rail, two dollars. Make Ripley Lily, I think. Her and Bliss could be magic. <laughs> How come there's no rumors about that? Remember, oh, so and so is going to be Sister Abigail. Well, so and so is going to be Lily. Get called up to the main roster. Fuck. The sooner you get rid of Lily, the, the better the show gets. DG Dolan's no going to get called up to the main roster and be Lily. Mark my words. Oh. Uh, <laughs> some baller. Can Goldberg sue Bobby Lashley for child abuse? I think that's more criminal than a civil matter. But... <laughs> Um. Uh, okay. Oh, here this is interesting. Jason Smith, five dollars. WWE runs with crowd props till Mania, and AEW burns out of brand switchers. I mean, Ooh. I think WWE is going to keep keep that pool fresh and stocked for a while. Yeah. I mean, they've released like a hundred. What was it? What was the number? Somebody compiled it. it was like between fifty and a hundred over the last year. What's that? Like uh, between NXT, SmackDown, Raw. Like oh yeah, they, I mean, uh, you could have had instead of having Sheamus versus Ricochet eight weeks in a row, you could have Sheamus versus Jake Atlas, but still keeping the Damian Priest feud going. You don't have to be wrestling the same person over and over every week. Ricochet to AEW would be that someone that I think would do better. Yes, one hundred. He'd be better there. I don't. I don't see him being a difference maker or anything. Well, I don't know. Uh, I mean, who has been? Really, it's been John Moxley, Chris Jericho, as far as real difference makers. I mean, a lot of it just seems well received, but it's preaching to the converted already. Right, right. You know, that's why the the rating for last night is going to be super telling. I think it's going to be lower than a million, personally, just because it's it's seven fifty last week. I know. I think it's going to be like eight fifty to nine hundred. Wouldn't surprise me if it was under a million. Uh, I mean, a million, that's such a high number for a Friday night on cable. And and they still did not flat out announce that CM Punk was coming ahead of time. Right, it exactly. I think if they would have announced surprise. it, it would probably would have been higher. But you're you're preaching to the people that already knew. Yeah. When, yeah. when Tony Khan is tweeting stuff, those are people that are already guessing that he's going to be there. So why not put that on TV to the people that aren't? Yeah. How, how many shows do you follow? Now you're checking out websites for it and the the, the Twitter for it. Uh, there's a handful, but mostly it's like with something. <laughs> Glenn is like or, everyone. <laughs> well, I mean, I go to like you know the Marvel subreddits about like oh what's going on with the Marvel streaming show this week. I want what are the Easter eggs I missed or like oh is Kevin Kneff himself been renewed? I mean, I pay attention to like a handful of shows right. that I really like. 
Like, uh, like me and my wife were watching Never Have Ever. I'm not okay. checking out websites for that. So <laughs> if there is a big surprise coming up, you know, you got you to gotta tease it in the trailer or something. Yeah, yeah. But here's where here's where AEW can capitalize. There are like two million and some odd people that have stopped watching WWE live. Like, if they're not getting some of that number, like that's their growth opportunity. They need to get there before. They need to. They need to grow because last week's number kind of scared me. You yeah. know, because I you need you know Raw went up, AEW for four weeks in a row went down. But at the same time, more people are watching this podcast more than ever. More people are going to Wrestling Inc. For sure. Or on Twitter or talking about it. So it's like the passion is at an all-time high. Yes. It's a more concentrated audience. It's the healthiest the wrestling business has been in 20 years. Yeah. Even though the ratings aren't where they were. I tell yeah. you what, though. The rating skid for AEW Dynamite is going to end on Wednesday. They announced yeah. that Punk's going there. They're going to get a nice pop from that. Yeah. But oh, go ahead. Uh, Tim Mickles, 499. I don't think it's about race. I think that Becky uh, beating Bianca was their answer to Punk's return on AEW. I, I don't think so. Uh, it, the Sasha thing was really a last minute. I, I think it was pretty last minute. Uh, I found out just seriously. I found out as the show started. It seemed, I mean, last week, not to, again, nobody tells me anything. Uh, but something last week with the live events really started to seem... Like there were right. questions, but then it seemed like it was going to be okay. Yeah, and, and then they've been promoting it all week, you know. So yeah, um, so Damian Priest is the new United States Champion, beating Sheamus tonight. Uh, Raj, what did you think of this match? I I, 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 I think Sheamus is incapable of having a bad match. I thought it was good. I think Damian Priest is the star. Um, I think. As long as he's not put, you know, pushing people into kiddie pools and uh, reading the lame scripts that he's given, he's got something. Like I, I could see him being an up, you know, a, t- a top level guy. He and Riddle are two of the more successful NXT call ups in recent memory. You know, Damian Priest in our interview with him, he, he said Riddle's his his traveling partner. Oh, I'd like to see that episode of Ride Along. That would be. I'm sure there's a lot of, you know. I thought that this was <laughs> this was the best that we've seen from Damian Priest in a while. Like this was tapping into his potential, and I think that he and Sheamus did did a great bit of business in the ring tonight. But I think that it it just goes to show you that you know you just said like he's got a lot of star potential, and he absolutely does. And I I really hope that they actually try to elevate the U.S. or as Tiffany Haddish called it, the uh, what was it, the national championship uh, with him. You know, seize that opportunity to build that up as well as, as Damian Priest as a He's viable contender. Badass, man. He looks like a cross between the saxophone guy in Lost Boys and the bad guy in Cyborg with Jean-Claude Van Damme. What like, a, what a pull. What a pull. <laughs> that dude could be next level. Like, he's got that look. It's just something about him is very unique. Very unique. Um, He's awesome. Yeah, I think this is good for him tonight. This is going in the right direction. If you book him right, he's a main event player. Mm-hmm. Don't have him wrestle the Miz tomorrow. Yeah. Or uh, Monday. I, I need to I like I don't even watch Raw and I need to 
break from Miz and Morrison after tonight. In that Good guy. That was so bad. Uh, KCP, KP3, $5 saying, fantasy booking, have Charlotte reach 16-time champion, then Charlotte Flair versus John Cena, winner breaks first. <laughs> <laughs> I could see them doing parallel storylines because she's going to be close, man. She's going to be 16-time champion like I, in the next four years at this rate. Cena's right? not long for the wrestling world. That's He's true. getting these... He's breaking it up. before he retires, though. That's you his think? last run. No, no. I think he he's not getting another world title reign. Really? That's mm-hmm. why would you get somebody that every time somebody gets he, to the point he, of a record, they do it though. He can't get that be on that kind of schedule to where he can get it and commit for a, a couple months. Yeah, this probably would have been the time to do it with something like the U.S. title or something. Well, yeah. When The Rock had it, like he won it, but then he still went off and he was off TV for good chunks of time. But that was The Rock. If, if Cena gets to The Rock level, uh, The Rock by that point was... I mean, the dude, The Rock opened the Super Bowl. La- was it last year? Yeah, that was last year. Opened the Super Bowl. He introduced the U.S. Olympics team this year. I mean, you know, he's kind of another level. I think if Cena gets to that point, yeah, they, they'll let him come in and win the title right off the bat. But I, I don't see them doing that otherwise. Bad Keith Gaming, $5, saying the aftermath of Bianca's match. Becky says directly to Bianca, it's mine now. Are you okay with a sarcastic thumbs up? That's a heel, right? Becky's always been heelish. That's her her, the, her charm. Yeah, she's, she's a smart aleck, as my grandfather would say. <laughs> what do you uh, think, Chuck? I think she's heel through and through. I, I just, I, I just, I know the fans are going to pop for her, but they got to push her as a heel, man. They, after tonight, they absolutely have to. The Usos beat Ray and Dominic Mysterio to retain the SmackDown Tag Team titles. Uh, the Mysterios were harmonious. Dominic, take a swing at your father. It will be the most liberating thing you ever do. <laughs> I mean, well, you, you knew the result of this match before it even happened. I mean, you, you know that they're going to keep the gold on the Usos for a while. Um, they just have to to keep that whole family thing going with Roman Reigns. And sure enough, you know, later in the show, they come out with them in the main event, holding their tag titles, you know, loud and proud, high in the air. So you knew this is happening. And you, you also knew that they're going to, you know, continue to kind of push that Ray versus Dominic storyline. Um, so this one was inevitable. Not surprised whatsoever. I'm going to have a sip of my Pinot Grigio and rant. Oh, okay. Ooh, 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 we're getting drunk, Raj. This is great. I might like Pinot Grigio. I'm going to just mellow out here. Raj, go for it. WWE's fucking problem right now is they repeat matches ad nauseum over and over and over. And the Mysterios and the Usos has been going on for over and over and over. Now, on pay-per-view, this match was on the last one in the kickoff. Come up with something original. Get the, you know, what the fuck? Uh, I love Cobra Kai, but how many times am I going to watch? Is, is Miguel fighting? What, what? What's the other guy's name? Bobby. Bobby. Is no. Miguel? No. Robbie. 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 Miguel and Robbie fought at the end of every episode in the same setting. How old would that get? Well, and it was the, the same thing. The and Daniel- they just trade wins. The Daniel uh, Johnny like misunderstanding thing that's also getting a little old. But they don't do it every episode. They've done it a lot. They've done it like four times. They fought times. once. No, not that. The, they're like they're kind of friends and they have misunderstanding. Yeah, and, yeah, but that's yeah, different. It's, 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 but it's that's repetitive. different. That's storyline. Yeah, I know. Having the same match, I know. the match, this did, this did over and over every week. 
This did not need to be on the card. It's been done over and over and over. It's like the missionary position. Go. Let me ask y'all Which about is, what's wrong with the missionary position. I, great line. Subject <laughs> for another podcast. Uh, I asked Issa to go on Instagram Live last night and ask people to name different positions for different wrestlers. I think. Uh, Do you ever watch that Simpsons where uh, Apu? I, I can't remember if he was having a hard time getting his wife pregnant or something, but he's like, "We have, you know, we've tried every position." And Roman's like, <laughs> "I'm not Roman." Homer's like, "Every position on top and on bottom." <laughs> but anyway. Let I digress. Me, let me ask y'all about Dominic Mysterio while we're still on this match. Um, since he's come in, I really have not seen much in-ring improvement from him. Um, I'm not going to say that I've watched him like a hawk all that closely, but he's just he seems like he's so far behind everybody else that he's been in the ring with, and I just haven't seen him catch up at all. He needs to get away from his dad. He needs to go do some matches on his own and he will improve as a performer. The format he's currently in is very limiting his ability with these storylines. You know what's fucking stupid is Adam Cole has been in developmental for like seven years or whatever it is. And Dominic, who could use NXT, never was there. Yeah. Yeah. It's crazy. Uh, Callion, Super Chat, best two matches for me were Seth and Edge and RK Bro, Common Factor Old Timers putting over the next generation. Going back to Brock Cena Goldberg just for the money seems to have doomed the WCW way. Mm. I can get down with that. <sighs> I gotta admit, I was excited when Brock came out. <laughs> they got yeah. me. Brock's yeah. I love Brock. I'm a huge Brock fan. And I'm a Goldberg fan too. Uh Jose Yepes two dollars. We need Raj Trump to make Glenn laugh. Good work. Here you go. It's not terrible. It's the best impression you've ever seen. It's the best impression you've ever seen. I love it. I love it. everything about it. Every little thing about it's it. Not a political thing. Fantastic. Yeah. More hey, Pino Raj. Hey, hey that, that, that's a lever that Vince could pull. You want to pop a rating? Donald Trump's not got a lot going on. Bring him back for a match. I think, uh, you know, he'll, he'll have a lot to say in his promos. Uh, Tim Buck 99 talk your shit, Raj. I'll hey. talk my shit. <laughs> we, we all talk shit. Everything's great. All right. All right, all right I'll stop. <laughs> think he got me going. <laughs> okay, okay, I'm in character. Let me get through the Super Chats. S Pen, uh, 499. Maybe Becky wins ties into the EST rookie story. Turn CL ruthless. Less trusting if Sasha's gone. They need to heal because Becky will get cheered. Mm. Mm. Um, King Rail, $2. actually thought Damien was hurt watching live. Interesting. He did take that one spot over the top rope. He came down hard on the floor, if I'm remembering that correctly. Um, I thought that he had actually hurt his knee a little bit there because um, he certainly took his time on the outside. Like, if you go back and you watch that replay, you watch when he comes down, it looked like his right knee or his ankle kind of buckled there a little bit, and I was worried that he was he was pretty banged up, but he finished the match. Looks to be no worse for wear, but I definitely see where King Rail is coming from. Y2J, $5, saying, so does Sasha go away again for a long while? Is she becoming too much of a headache? She's my number one. But even I am questioning her now. Look, when I heard that she wasn't going to be on the show, I did not ask why. That's none of my business. Um, So, I don't know. Yeah. 
Tough call. Uh, John Jordan, $5. Why wouldn't they give Cena 17 at this point just to shove it to Flair now that he's not with the company? You know? mm. <sighs> at some point, it's too petty. Too Rick petty Flair... for Vince? Have we decided what's too petty for Vince? Does 17 take away from Ric Flair? If Cena I... gets to 17, is it all of a sudden like, oh, Ric Flair, oh, he doesn't have his as many world titles as john no, cena it's a generational thing i think cena that you know give him his roses on the way out like let him have the final run but rick flair is rick flair rick flair is he's the goat and i don't know you can you can give cena another run but i i can't see wwe doing it just to dampen him Azatez, I think that's how it's pronounced. Uh, Attitude Era is better than Raw 2021. Thoughts on AEW All Out? Is the Attitude Era really better? Have you gone back and rewatched oh, yes. it lately? Oh, well, yes. You rewatched it lately? Oh, yes. Yeah. Oh, 6,000% better. They didn't do the same match every well, freaking yes, week. That. So, uh, yes. AEW All Out is going to be fantastic. They they don't disappoint on pay-per-view. The only time I can remember being disappointed by a AEW pay-per-view was the uh, exploding barbed wire match, uh, and that, was, that wasn't even AEW's fault. So, yeah, it's going to be a good good show. Yeah. Uh, King Rail, $5. AJ and Randy seem to love working with the younger talent. Respect that. With Sting working with Darby, you could even see Taker in that role. Is Taker coming back? Taker's under a long time a long term contract with WWE, but I don't see them bringing him back in that role. Yeah. I want to know what King Rail does for a living. Like he, they've been awfully busy in the super chat. Like, thank you, King Rail. King Rail nice. is I'm the loving man King Rail, man. When it comes to basketball picks in Las Vegas, is that what King the deal Rail is? On Twitter, yes. Okay, I follow nice, King Rail. Man. King Rail is on fire with his uh, tips and picks. I'll have to follow. I'll, I will give him a follow. My follow for the day. If I'm not already. I'm digging it. Um, so we talked about Becky versus Bianca. I think we have, we, and I'm sure it'll come up again, but let's uh, talk about the match that had to follow this. Jinder Mahal versus Drew McIntyre. I went to the bathroom. I'm not going to lie to you. It was, and, it, and by the time I came back, it was over. It was kind of a nothing thing. I, you know, I, I respect Drew uh, for... Really wanted to give Jinder something because they're they're good friends. They've been friends for a long time, and and close friends. Like they're you know in each other's weddings, or, or he was in Drew's wedding. Or I, actually, I think they were both in Seamus's wedding. But regardless, <laughs> I digress. Um, I respect that they want to work together and everything, but man, I could not. And I think part of it was the storyline. Like having swords and stabbing, and that, like that's the storyline. It just sucked. It wasn't like if you had a story where these guys are close friends and Jinder did something to betray their friendship, and Drew is really pissed. Kind of draw in that real life, yeah. Then that would have been more intriguing and more heated. But when it's, you know, we're trying to steal your sword, we're trying to steal this and that, it just sucked. The storyline sucked. This match sucked. It was just a piece of shit. Who would have got a bigger pop uh, coming back during this match, Hornswoggle or Heath Slater? Ooh, Slater. Just because oh, of the 3MB. Hornswoggle, though, could in Saudi Arabia. He did before. It's possible. Don't count it out yet. What's Heath Slater up to these days? He's in Impact. Is he? 
Oh, well, he's injured, but he's oh, with Impact. He could show up and do a promo. No involved. one knows what's going on in Impact. It's true. Their crossover with AEW has done nothing for them. There are Seriously. more people watching this podcast right now live yes. than who watch Impact. Yeah. I don't even know what channel it's on. I don't even think I get the channel it's on. Access? It's Access. Is it? But no I thought it was on Pop. No, it's been off of Pop for a hot minute. Okay. There you go. Um, so Drew McIntyre won this match to the Super Chats. Jackson Darkness Gaming, $2. Drunk Raj, you need Jack Farmer to swear. Ooh. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll get him to say I'll get him to say something bad. Oh, like, there you go. The think. C word. I'll get him to say the C word. <laughs> Just put it in the Super Chats, and when you see a vulgar Super Chat, be like, Jack, can you read this one? That's how yeah, you can that be, yeah, can that be the bit? Yeah, like $5, Jack says anything. It would right. be fantastic. Yeah. Yeah, this the c word. Let's get, no, or just no. like create a, a. I can't even a, say it. <laughs> create a YouTube name like Sofa King, you know, and then Jack will read that. You got him to say it, like it'll be good. Um, ben Walker, Buck ninety nine. Pat McAfee is a national treasure on commentary. I think Pat actually needs to bring it down. To me, he's like Moro, but not as clever. Hmm. Right now, I'm enjoying the hell out of Pat McAfee. Really? I, I worry that he's going to want to become the show himself. Yeah. But he's like, he's right there right now where he's entertaining. And I think that he's he's right now interjecting himself into it in appropriate places, like the Nakamura entrance with Boogs. Like, I think that that's just fun. But if he himself tries to really steal the show with every entrance, then it becomes an issue. But right now, I think that he's right on the line and it's pretty pretty good. It's working for me. Do you I remember like when Dennis Miller commented on NFL games for yeah, like half a season? Yeah, he was Monday Night Football. For... Yeah, people were like, this is too much. Like, Well, Dennis Miller, his jokes were always, it was like, oh, yeah, it's like you go to take the light outside. of it. It's like, you, like it was so over. You, you, No one knew what the hell he's talking about. I love that we're all not even <laughs> smart enough to like pull a Dennis right. Miller-type quote out of thin air. You know, like he is on another level. But with Pat, I feel like Pat's not as clever. Corey Graves is very clever. I've popped for Corey Graves' references and jokes. But I feel like with Pat, it's just kind of, I don't know. There's nothing wrong with being shallow as long as you're insightful about it. That's an actual Dennis Miller quote. There you go. (laughs) Um, So... Oh, so many, so many super chats. You guys are incredible. Thank you, you guys are awesome. Thank you so much. Peter Bahi, $2 Drunk Rogers is a national treasure of Cheers. everything. Cheers, Cheers, Peter. Yes. Salud. Cheers, brother. So, hey, by the way, look at this bottle of wine. So this way, for my for my wife, I could say, oh, I've only had a bottle of wine. This thing is gigantic. It's like a, a 60, not even a 40. So you kill that tonight. Yes. Well done, sir. I'm, I mean, I still got a little bit here, you know, but yeah. uh, the plan is to kill it. There you go. Uh, so this was, I, I thought up until this time, the best match of the night. Definitely top three. Charlotte Flair versus Rhea Ripley versus Nikki A.S.H. Uh, lengthy triple threat. I mean, Charlotte winning was one thing, but I don't think any woman looked bad in this match. No, I wouldn't say anybody looked bad. Nikki Ash looked bad. For losing. Not just that, but she got first of all, she hasn't she won one match since she won since she became champion. And in that match, she had her ass beat the whole time and then Charlotte slipped on a banana peel and she got the win. So, 
I assume because they booked her so badly and so weak that she had to win tonight. But no, they they actually beat her. Um, I love Nikki. I think this character is not... This character sucks. But I will say this. She has done so much more and gone so much farther with this than I ever thought was possible. And I give her all the credit in the world for that. Is the character dead now, though? She doesn't yes. have the title. She's got to be... It's dead. Yeah. it's dead. Yeah. And it sucks because you, you, you look at Nikki and she is the most likable person. Mm-hmm. It's Absolutely. hard not to want to roof her and still like this crowd booed her. And it was either booze or indifference. And uh, I, I just think let her be herself without a stupid mask and and the superhero costume. But she came up with this. This was her thing. I know, but it sucks. Sometimes yes, you got to get in people's way. You got to be like, "Oh, hey, I want to, I want to do this gimmick where I'm a turd." And it's like, "No, you, you, that's not going to work." <laughs> Vince would pop for that. Vince would be like, "I can see the merchandise now." Like, think about how he was with draws. Like, this would be like that times a hundred. Right. Yeah. yeah. Um. <laughs> Sevi, uh, five dollars. Anyone else concerned that Goldberg is going to kill someone soon? A few spots tonight. I cringed for Bobby. I thought he took a couple of bumps awkward. I'm not sure that he put Bobby too much in danger. Uh, it looked like Goldberg took the worst for wear on a couple of those bumps himself, but uh, you know, that's why I thought, yeah, I didn't, I wasn't concerned for Bobby as a, you know, Goldberg when I was concerned was when he faced undertaker and he's trying to do his 1999 Goldberg moves and you know, and it, while concussed, but I, I no, I, I thought the the match was sloppy, but I, I was never scared watching it. Yes, look at this, uh, Mister Hobnobber here. Oh, hey, hey, Belair at the SummerSlam after party. The hat steals the pick. It does. So all of you people ripping the hat. Yeah, there you go. He's got. Who, who's hanging out with Bianca? Yeah, there you have it. I'm hanging out with Glenn and Chuck. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> hey, hey! I'm a prize. It's man. up and up and. How's that song go? The SummerSlam song. I know, like that's that's like I, I added that to my iTunes library tonight. I was like, okay, now I need like this is probably top five, maybe top three. Hmm. Up there with uh, the weekend, your favorite song. Should I play it? Uh, you're gonna get a copyright <laughs> strike. You're gonna get muted. Uh, All right. That... Uh, up there with uh, Ti. <laughs> You know, um, all right. No, you know what good. the new, my new weekend song is? Huh? Is the uh, Ed Sheeran? Oh, uh, what's that song called? No idea. I'm an old man. I don't listen to Korean. Someone in the chat knows what it's called. The new Ed Sheeran song. It's the the video is like Thriller. Huh. Bad habits. All right. All right. I uh, so. listened to um, the other day. Uh, like, it's so weird when I listen to current music. I listened to, to Faithy J, who just signed, got a WWE contract at the Vegas tryout. And I listened to that. I was like, this is good, but I am too old to listen to this kind of music. Like, she has music. She wrestles. She's like a black belt. She's going to do very well in NXT. Look in the video with her, the interviews. Like, she was a very, very good pickup. And she was in uh, Women of Wrestling. She was like the Lioness or something. Huh? Um, so should we get a couple more of these yeah. uh super uh, you, chats? You want to tee up, man? Oh, well, here we got uh okay. King Rail two dollars. You don't give Cena a title win unless it's Mania. 
I still don't see another title win in his future, to be I honest with you. I, I, I suspect that he, as a performer and, and growing up as a wrestling fan, respects Flair. And like I get the impression he doesn't even want to break it. He's just happy being tied. That's the way that I see this one. I had tweeted this out earlier. How, how many? I've seen two John Cena movies in the last 30 days. I can't say that about anyone else. Okay, but can we just be real for the people? Uh, Fast 9... What the hell, man? I haven't seen it. I haven't Wait, seen Fast Nine. So that Cena, wasn't one of the two. Two Cena movies have you seen in the past? This weird days? firefighter movie where we're oh, okay, okay, playing yeah. with fire. My girls love it. And okay. then uh, uh, Suicide Squad, which was oh, that was awesome. a comedy, wasn't it? The firefighter movie. Yeah, yeah playing with yeah. fire. Yeah. Yeah. It's something I wouldn't watch normally, but my girls, I mean, they loved it, and they loved. Uh, What's the other movie that Cena was in? Blockers. No, that was <laughs> they're not allowed to watch Blockers. Uh, uh, the one with the, he was a uh, the bull, the mad, the uh, Ferdinand, Ferdinand. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a voice rule, though. Does that really count? Well, they they know the voice. You know, when you're a kid, you know that kind of stuff. It's true. Um, I am Vish. Raj, you missed you during Punk's comeback. Can you be available for AEW's great SummerSlam? By the way, yeah, Raj, you want to do Friday nights? You want to Friday night get on this podcast? <laughs> Man, I need. <laughs> Yeah, I, I have 80 hour work weeks right now. So I can't. Jacob, $2. Disappointed WWE 2K22. Delayed till March 2022. Oh, what will that roster look like by the time that comes out? I know. Who knows, man? Uh, but Charlotte won tonight. She's the new Raw Women's Champion. This? Rods, this is something Trump would say. Nancy Pelosi has walls in her office, but wouldn't let me build one. Wow. I, don't get I get the joke. It's, I mean, it's. I don't get it. Solid effort. Yeah, A for effort. I'm not sure that that's the direction you want to take the show personally. That's opening up a can of worms there, Raj. All right. Uh, I don't even get it. I'm uh, missing Matt Rock. Oh. <laughs> uh, uh, is Brock face turn making sense? Not really excited to see Brock versus Roman. Can't WWE make a new star? No, they can't. But actually, to their credit, they have made Roman Reigns. Yes. It took him long enough. He is, in my opinion, over anyone. Kenny Omega, anyone, anyone. He is the best character in wrestling right now. Yeah. And uh, let's see. Anyone disagree? Jock? No. Jock? Just being the, Come mo- on. The, the most over period in oh, as just far the as active full time. The best. I mean, he's uh, oosh. well. That's that's subjective now. Yes, like this exactly. is deep thoughts, why, man. I know. So is yeah. Just from moving a needle standpoint, I would say yes. I think that you could see some guys. I'll be curious to see what Punk does uh, in AEW. Um, I think that he has the potential to get there. I don't think Kenny Omega will ever get there. No offense to Kenny wow. Omega fans. Um, yeah, that's it. Yeah. You know what, Raj? You're absolutely right. I can't even heal up on you here. You are damn straight. You You are damn straight. There you go. So Edge came out tonight and did the brood entrance. That was awesome. I loved it. Everything about it. I loved who had a better entrance than the brood in the attitude era. I got one. Go ahead. No, I think, I think you guys first, you guys first. I like theatrics. Who was what entrance was better? Entrance music was better than the brood. The oh, entrance music. Era. I'm. I've always. 
I, I legitimately like Shane McMahon's theme song. Like, <laughs> I have had Here Comes the Money, like, in MP3 form probably for over 20 years. Now. All right, guys in the chat, who, if you had to pick a theme better than The Brood, who is it? Well, you got I got pick- one. I got one. DX in the hat, Jericho's theme should be in there, and I'm not talking about Judas, I'm talking about Break the Walls Down, and then the game. And so that's, those are three that will get up there, but the brood, that to me, man, that's like one of those songs that's kind of under the radar good. When you ask somebody what's the best theme of all time, I don't think that a lot of people are going to throw the brood back at you. It was a relatively short-lived faction. But the brood's theme was awesome. So, so for me, it was when uh, Run DMC did the DX remix. Yeah, but that's like I mean, uh, uh, when Limp Bizkit played out Taker with Roland. I mean, that was no, but this was an original yeah, song. You know, it was WWE related, whereas the other was a, a you know. But we saw last night, man. Licensed music. Holy shit! Does that make a difference? Huge. Yeah. Um, so Edge did that. I mean, this was a long ass match. Did you guys see Edge winning this? I did. Yeah. Well, I guess we're not getting Rollins versus Reigns now. That's not happening. He's, uh, they still, still go there. They'll go there, but I think we're going to have Brock versus Reigns. I think we could get Edge versus Brock. That could be interesting. Yeah, that could be interesting. Because Edge, they didn't want to. I mean, Edge is doing four four matches a year or something like that. Like he's not going to go down. Like they're going to make it count. I think he should go down. I feel like he should. Who, who would be a good person? Like someone like a Kevin Owens. Turn Edge heel. You know, Kevin Owens. He's not necessarily a up and comer either. Dude, you know, put him with someone like Adam Cole. Hey, now you're talking. Yeah. Or if they just bring back the brood gimmick overall, and I think have him wrestle. Well, you can't because Christian's gone. Yeah, <laughs> yeah he can still be a vampire. Rell looks like he's seventy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Edge can still be a vampire. He can get the teeth, get the chalice. <laughs> you know, he can buzz, rock the Lestat look. It's a little past his time. Hey, compared to what they're doing with uh, Alexa and Lily, you know. Yeah. Peter Bahi, $5. Am I the only one that felt CM Punk returning was underwhelming? I already saw him recently on backstage in the show bombed. I don't get the hype. I mean, the contents of that promo, that wasn't even a promo. That was like, that was a connection with the fans that people would have thought was so fake if anyone else tried to do that. But that crowd, like, hook, line, and sinker was just on board with him. Yeah, I appreciate the super chat, but I I don't know how you can call that return underwhelming. I don't know what else you would possibly expect. Like, follow that up with letting us know what what you would expect, because I don't know how you could possibly top that. Like, I'm honestly at a loss for for someone who would think that that's underwhelming. I thought it was amazing, but I do think, like, are they setting him up to just be another top guy? Or are we going to put him in a storyline that's going to suck people in? Yeah, You know, Kurt Angle went to TNA. And it was huge. It, it, it resulted in a little bump for them for, you know, what, whatever, like two, three weeks. But it dissipated. You need to get him in something hot. You got the hottest guy right now. Put him in something huge. Darby, that's fine. It's great. 
you can run you can run through Jericho, MJF. I mean, it's all going to be interesting. And that's kind of the same point we're making with Edge, back to Edge's win tonight, is that's why Edge needs to go to a Brock. Like, we need to see him at the top of his game, unless he really wants to get over younger talents, but that's not the contract they have him on. Right. Well, here's the thing. We're going to learn a whole hell of a lot about the direction that AEW is going to take with CM Punk at the pay-per-view. If Darby goes over on Punk in Chicago in Punk's first match in AEW, then you know he's just there to build new talent. I he's not. That he's happening. not. For sure. You know what's going to happen? CM Punk beats Darby. Kenny Omega beats Christian Cage. And at the end, Christian Cage... CM Punk have a confrontation, maybe it gets physical, Punk comes out on top. You're not going to beat Punk right off the bat. No way in hell. Yeah. Uh, so the Goldberg, uh, so Edge oh. versus Seth was great. Very long match, very intense, very good. Edge going over. Then we had Bobby Lashley versus Goldberg. Referee stoppage on this. This was a very long match by Goldberg standards. He appeared injured. Um, after his son got in the ring, Bobby like choked out his son. Uh I mean, this is an ending. This is going to keep going. Oh, clearly. Uh, I, this this sounds like crown jewel to me. Absolutely. Um, yeah. Unless, I mean, unless they made a deal with Goldberg to extend his deal for another match, because he's already had his two matches this year. KSA money. Come on. I know. Like- they, they could do it, but, you know, Goldberg has two matches a year on his current WWE deal. He had one with Drew McIntyre at the Royal Rumble. This was the second. They could pay him more to do Saudi Arabia, obviously, you know. Just stipulate could. that you're traveling on Vince's plane and everything will be fine. The the stip <laughs> should be you get out of the country okay. Yeah, by traveling on <laughs> Vince's plane. Because yeah, exactly. if anyone's making it out of there, it's the old man. Everyone that wins these matches tonight gets to fly on Vince's plane. The rest of you, eh. Yeah. <laughs> we'll see. Um but yeah, this is it's interesting. But this is not what I was expecting. I was expecting the traditional Goldberg match tonight. I, it's funny. I, I look at Goldberg's son. I look at him. He's got star quality. Like, you know, he's only 15, but he's got size. He's got a good look. I, I could see him being a, a star if he decides to get in pro wrestling. Mark my words. I'll Let's call. not rush him. Don't want to put pressure on the boy just yet. He's hey, 15. He's 15. against Dominic Mysterio, you know. He's not far away from that, you know. Sad but true. Um, so, I am Vish. Fantasy book, two feuds for Roman post-Brock. I mean, one's got to be The Rock, Roman versus The Rock. Rock. You can't ignore that. So, I think I've got this laid out pretty, pretty long-term here. So, go with me on this. I think that it, y- you got... Roman versus Brock. Roman goes over. I think that you have to continue to build Roman until you get to Rock at WrestleMania. At WrestleMania, Rock goes over. They have the rematch at SummerSlam, and then Roman reclaims the title, and he is officially 1,000% the made man uh, and the next Jesus as far as WWE is concerned. That's where I see this going. Beyond that, I couldn't tell you, but for the next year, that's how I see things playing out. I think you have Brock beat Roman at Crown Jewel, and you have the rematch at Royal Rumble, and Roman wins that. And Paul Heyman kind of turns on Brock. Roman saying he's the tribal chief, whatever. Boom, the Rock's music hits. There you go. 
And that sets up the WrestleMania match. Could go that way. Could happen. Uh, KCPK3, $5. Can we get Lesnar versus Lashley? Lesnar versus Lashley already. They're literally in the same building. Brock should have come out when Lashley was attacking Oldberg. I mean... Uh, you can't put Brock anywhere else, but with Roman right now, just because the Paul Heyman connection. Yeah. He, and he, Roman's he winning. It's where he's at. Of course. Of course. Who knows? Every time with Brock, it's always a wrench in the... Uh, you never know. Because, I mean, what was that WrestleMania where everyone assumed that Brock was winning? I mean, that Roman was winning. There were two WrestleManias. One where Seth cashed in, and then oh, there was yeah. the other... Where Brock actually won. Um, was it New Orleans? No, that was the Undertaker match. No. Florida? No, it was Florida, maybe? I think it was Florida. It was like 33, maybe? Yeah. The year after Dallas, after the Triple H. Yeah. Um. So, the main event tonight, John Cena versus Roman Reigns. I and many others predicted this was going to be a relatively short match, given the stipulation that Roman said if he was losing, he was leaving WWE. Um, they really gave John Cena like a lot of offense in this. It made it seem plausible that he could win. This match went on about three times longer than I thought it was going to, or perhaps even needed to. Uh, Chuck, what'd you think of this match? I, I, you know, I actually liked it. I thought that they told a good story, a lot of near falls, uh, false finishes. Um, I think that for having been out of the ring for as long as he has been, um, save the, you know, dark matches that he's worked, I thought that Cena looked really good tonight. Um, so I was not disappointed in this. It, it was kind of exactly what I expected it would be, with the exception of Brock coming out at the end, obviously. So, um, yeah, I, I wasn't disappointed, man. I would actually give this, what, a good three and a half, four stars. I mean, as far as a Cena match goes, this one was up there, man. He's he's a hell of a good storyteller in my book. So many long matches. It's like Guns N' Roses doesn't close with November Rain. Like, this was a very lengthy match. Very long. Was it too long, in your opinion? It was just a really it. long show. There were a lot of matches that did not need to be on the card. Tonight. I didn't think this match was too long, though. I, mm-hmm. I disagree with you. I thought it was a perfect like yeah. i was actually negative on this show until this match and then once really? this match happened i was like ah, oh, this was good and then it, it got me more and more in and by the end i was i was sucked in and then once brock came out i was like all right this shows i've completely turned the the page on this show because i was ready to, i was planning to shit on this show tonight i was you know just put SummerSlam down and just Lay down match and take started, a giant shit. I had my pina colada ready. I was like, we're going to get on the air. Can't wait to be with the wrestling and community. And then I'm just waiting. Like, this match is going on a really long time. Like, Cena's mm. not winning this, right? Like, just hurry this up already, you know? That's not a match you want to hurry up. You want to hurry up uh, the Miz Morrison moist segment. Yeah, but... we could have dropped the Uso. Did we talk about that? Did we get oh, to we that? Do? We've, we've referenced Let's it. Let's talk about that. Let's talk Ma- about that. Raj, it's like 11 o'clock. My Saturday night is done at this point. I was going to watch Strange Days with my wife. That's apparently not happening now. Mm-hmm. We need to talk about why that segment was on this show. Other than it was... It was paid for. It was paid, man. That was I know. Your life but... The drip cannon. Is it worth it? How much do you think they were paid for that? Uh, probably a million dollars. The zombie thing so? was better. Something oh, easily like a million yeah. dollars. Yeah. 
But that, the zombies thing was at least different. I mean, it sucked, but at least it was. What it was tried. what was worse, this or the zombie segment? No, this. One hundred percent, this. I thought this. I thought this because it just dragged. Ugh. It was. Anyway. It was bad. It was bad. Whoever thought this up is like god awful. I don't mind sponsored segments, but Jesus, like, can we please have them at least be entertaining? It was just painful, and I feel bad for Xavier Woods. You know, you, you, there was nothing he could do to get this thing over. It and his Scott Hall, his Razor Ramon. Uh, I think we could do a better Razor Ramon accent than than Xavier Woods. That well, was no, the worst. Fired. Now here, here we go. As we get close to the end of the show, here, Raj, I'm going to throw <laughs> down the challenge of all challenges. I want you to do Trump impersonating Razor Ramon. You know, Chico. <laughs> no i'll take this further okay xavier woods raj geary is calling you out i want on twitter i want to raise a ramon off between xavier woods and raj geary everybody tweeted xavier to make this happen because raj says anyone could do it better you, you know chico I think I think it, I guess it's kind of hard. Yeah, you'll take like you'll take like an hour or two to work on it. You know, yeah, don't, yeah. Don't, give don't, me a little time. Yeah, I can do it. Time. We'll do okay, Chico, <laughs> you need the toothpick or else. Tuera tierra, you are the. Oh fuck, jeez. Okay, I can't do it. <laughs> you need more alcohol and a toothpick. And a I know. Toothpick. I need more this... alcohol and a toothpick. Bottle of wine is empty. Alcohol. All right, let's get to this news. Which is KCPK3, $2. Not news, but saying Adam Cole to AEW, baby. Hey, let's see how tomorrow night goes. I hope for his sake you're right. Uh, ben Walker, Buck 99. Pete, you might be the only one. I have no clue what that even was about. Peter Ba, oh, Peter Bahi, $5. Chuck, he was in Chicago. He won't get that reaction in Georgia. I think CM Punk's going to. For a little bit. Uh, you know, it dissipates over time. It's it, It's how they use them. KCPK3, $5 CM Punk return video and promo video is trending number one and number two on YouTube. I think he moves the needle. We got to see what that rating is because that's what matters the and most. And again, in three weeks, it's not going to be number one and number two. No. But, so it, it's how he's used. And, you know, I I have confidence he's going to be used well. Yes. Um, okay, let's get to the news. And, and Glenn? Oh, I never do the news. Alfred. Oh! It's oh, been crap. A while. Well, hold on. Uh, aren't we talking about the rumors of Bray going to AEW? Yes. I believe that that was in the run sheet. Um, so, yeah, I think that this is a good fit. Obviously, he teased uh, that he's making some sort of move on Twitter, and uh, there was the proclamation or the report out there that there was another major acquisition coming to AEW outside of Brian Danielson. And I assume that they're not referring to Ric Flair. And so who could that be? The, you know, uh, Magic 8-Ball says Bray Wyatt. But does he come in as the fiend or or does he come back as, you know, the original Bray Wyatt kind of character? Thank you, Chuck, for saving that segment. You're welcome. <laughs> well, are, are we being facetious? No, we're, no, we're no. I'm being serious. Like, no, no I'm, news? I'm, I'm kidding. I, no, uh, I mean, seriously. Uh, thank you for bringing it up. I, I'm not giving shit to Glenn. I'm just kidding. I um, don't do the news. <laughs> I like to share with the co-host. I'm saying uh, you, you save me from doing it because I'm not good at it. Um, you know what? 
Bray Wyatt to AEW just reminds me that AEW feels hungry and WWE feels in corporate mode. They're yeah. complacent. They're willing to let, you know, they don't care who's going or who's coming. Um, they're in, in their cog. And I don't know, man. I think I think they're they're putting their guard down, in my opinion. They're getting too corporate. They're putting their guard down. Yeah, but they're selling the company, though. I well, I mean, Nick Khan has said that that's that's not the case. Now, I don't know how much stock he put in him. I don't know him. I don't know if he's trustworthy or not. But I do know this: uh, the sad part is that it is impossible for WWE to fail financially right now. Yeah, um, they are going to do what we refer to in media as failing up, in that their ratings will go down, the attendance will continue to slop, uh, slump, but for whatever reason, they're going to be able to continue to sell the hell out of themselves based off of the legacy of WWE, not the product that they're putting out today. However, that will only continue for a certain number of years. So this next TV contract may be the one after, but if they haven't started to move the needle beyond that, then they're screwed. But right now, they can still ride on the back of what they've built for the previous 35 years. But that's where I think, and this is kind of like a Disney Marvel or Disney Star Wars situation. And it's, I don't think it's going to be Disney. I think it's going to be NBC Universal or somebody who says, oh my God, could you imagine if we had a real like media company pulling the strings here and working behind this and it wasn't just some crazy old man and his uh, like gaggle of yes men like determining the fate. I think, I think it's going to get too appealing given all the consolidation going on right now. I'll be very surprised if they do not sell in the next two years. We are in a um, we're in an interesting period where we're seeing, you know, when people say like, oh, my God, Raw was number one for the night or Dynamite was number one for the night. It's like, well, look what they're up against. There's nothing impressive that they're up against because all these stations, all these companies now, they're putting their big stuff on streaming. So when you hear like the Mandalorian, it's not going on Disney Plus. I mean, it's not going on uh, ABC. Uh, yeah, ABC or, or the Disney Channel. It's yeah, exactly. It's going on streaming, and Netflix. You, you know, you hear all these big actors. Very little uh, big projects are going on cable anymore. It's just trashy reality shows and sports. And when there's no sports, wrestling does good. Uh, when there are sports. It's not so much, but I I think we're getting to the point where cable is dying, and we'll see. You know, I think they'll 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 want wrestling on streaming, and I think at some point that's the move that's going to happen. I ju I don't know though if it's going to move the needle nearly as much as they hoped. I mean, you look at what happened with the WWE Network, and it wasn't there. And I know that Raw has a you know, an audience that they built up for however long that it's been on TV. But I just don't know that that audience, 100% of them is going to follow them into the streaming realm. I, I, I think that it's going to be they're They're up Shit's Creek, basically, as soon as everything moves to streaming. But look at Shit's Creek. Disney Plus is a great example. And I see Peacock wanting to emulate this. Look at the Marvel Universe, the MCU, most successful film franchise of all time, built around getting people into movie theaters you know, watching these uh, things. And now they've been able to transition a lot of that to streaming. And it's funny, I was just looking on Twitter, I was seeing the sponsored Hyundai ad, Marvel Studios, and they got Anthony Mackie, and they got uh, Loki in there, and they got uh, Scarlet Witch. I mean, it's like you can move to streaming 
and increase the value of your property by putting out a higher quality product and a less frequent schedule. I think WWE can do a weekly TV show, but they could do so much more if they have the NBC universal powers. But the streaming deals tonight, this thing with Smart Water, I mean, these, these sponsorship deals WWE does are nothing compared to what's out there in the other world of media. And I think that you're going to get a massive media conglomerate that just says, even though they're more profitable than ever, they're still leaving billions on the table because they, they aren't savvy enough to capitalize on this. Yep. I mean, we're at the point where linear TV is basically dying. And, you know, when, when I saw the heels, the, the ratings for heels, that new TV show with Stephen Amell, and I couldn't even take it seriously because... How bad? What's it, like 200,000? No, it was under that. It was really? like... Really? Yeah. Uh, God, let but me bring it the up. The Star's audience, based off of what I know about some of their other series like Power, they are very much into on-demand viewing. Stars is notorious right. for releasing exactly. stuff that, earlier yeah. in the day. So that live audience really doesn't mean a damn thing. Exactly. You know, it's, the, it's the DVR, the on-demand numbers that are really going to be the telling ones. And I, I bet you that they at least matched their live numbers, if not exceeded them. Well, and it's also a subscription service. And it's a difference. It's like, uh, you know, it's like uh, Joe Rogan and Doc Shepard. These guys are going to Spotify. Spotify doesn't even have to sell ads if they get more Spotify premium subscriptions. It pays for itself. So it's a bit of a different business model. But I'm telling you, with Peacock, they really uh, could use more content. And I think um, I think this could be a way to do that. King Rail $5 super chat saying Bobby has been booked so bad the last few months. Should be sitting up Bobby and Brock. Roman doesn't need the rub. Bobby could use it. The Bobby being Goldberg tonight, man. I mean, I think everyone's worst fears is that Goldberg comes in and, in, you know, 90 seconds destroys the champion. Like this was not that tonight. I don't think anyone's book, been booked better than Bobby other than Roman. Yeah. All right. No, that they've actually done a, a far better job with him than I thought that they would. Like I was thinking his days were numbered as soon as they broke up the hurt business, but I mean they've they've done a really good job of keeping him with MVP. They've you know, I, I still like where he's at. I did not like the angle tonight necessarily, but um he is a credible champion in my eyes. And so for that I will definitely give WWE credit. Yeah, uh, real quick, just real quick. Heels did 128,000 viewers on Stars. Again, 0.02 rating, uh, not 0.2, but 0.02. Yeah. Um, normally, that's not a big thing, but the lead-in did 386,000 and then mm. 0.13. Uh, so it, the lead-in was way stronger. Again, what was the lead-in? Does it say? Yeah, it was Power Book Three racing. See, okay, okay, okay. Right. So that that is the spinoff of Power, which is the most popular series in the history of Stars. Like, so yeah, but you're not going to retain that audience 100, man. That's like a sitcom coming off of the Super Bowl, right? So you have like 20 million people watching the Super Bowl. You get 12 million maybe that stick around hmm. for the sitcom. So right. I still don't hate it. So what else is in the news? What else we got? Uh, man, I think that might be about it. Yeah, man. That's that's what we got. We, we I'm sure had a long show. A lot more coming out, yeah. <laughs> so tomorrow night, me, Alfred, Issa, they're live in Vegas. I'm still in Northern California. We're going to talk about NXT TakeOver 36, the end of an era. Jesus Question Christ, mark? I totally forgot about TakeOver. I know. It's, it's like so we're having the foreplay last this weekend. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. So they're taping three weeks of NXT on Monday and Tuesday, I think. Not the worst thing, though, because NXT was a very strong show when it was taped before. 
Yeah, yeah. I mean, look, this is going to be unpopular, but NXT, as far as replacing people with big muscle-bound guys, I don't agree with that. You need people with charisma and, and star power, regardless of size, as we've seen. Conor McGregor is the most over guy uh, in in all of combat sports right now. But their their current formula was not working. It, it's it looks minor league compared to AEW WWE, and I, I don't think they need LEDs everywhere. But it it shouldn't look like there's they're in a warehouse with fifty people. No, the pandemic really hurt NXT even more before. Than actually, it looks like there's more people now than it was before because they would black out everyone, so it looked like there was a yeah. row of people. It still looks pretty barren. Compared yeah, it to looks low rent is yeah. the thing. But supposedly they're redoing the set. That's part of why they're going to take this downtime. I mean, NXT got hurt the least with the, the pandemic as far as ratings go. Yeah. And they're not going back to full sale. No. Yeah. No, yeah, they're, that, they're that done with that. I wonder, though, if NXT gets renewed when that deal comes up with uh, with USA, or do they move that back to a Peacock exclu- or a WWE Network slash Peacock exclusive? I could see that happening for sure. I can see that happening because, you know, people will say, like, oh, it does better ratings than other shows on USA, but wrestling gets way lower advertising rates than other shows. So if it's not beating what another show would be getting revenue-wise, then... You know, know, The Purge was doing like a million viewers a week on USA. I did not. The movie? No, the TV series that they canceled. Was that that any good, that TV series? I heard it was good because it takes place in between Purge Nights and you also have people doing Purge crimes that are like robbery and other stuff. Hmm. Like I'm more intrigued about the TV show than I was the movies, to be honest, because the movies are just kind of the same thing. I've never seen a Purge. It's an interesting idea. Hmm. It's not bad. Watch the movie. Watch the movie. The first one, though, is not like the other ones. The first one is a uh, bottle. It, t- it takes place all inside one house. It's very uh, low, low stakes compared to the other ones. Hmm. I recommend it. It's kind of more like the first Saw was kind of a little more down to earth and it got crazy. Huh? Okay, I'm going to go watch Strange Days, 1995. Yep. Uh, Joseph Fiennes had the best. Thank you guys for tuning in. Trailer ever. I was disappointed when I saw it before. Gonna watch it again. Thank you everyone for tuning in. He's at Raj Gary underscore three oh three. He's at Chuck Carroll WLC. Pardon me, Ray Fines, not Joseph Fines. Uh, I'm at Glenn Rubenstein. Uh give me a tweet shout out tomorrow night. NXT takeover 36. Be there. Thanks everyone. Happy SummerSlam. Have a good night and take care. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator.
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.